0: But I did the road. Yeah. But I come home. I was like, I was a real attentive dad. Yeah. <clears throat> started doing birth conquer, and that's when it started getting busy for me. Yeah. So you know, when for the first four years I I was around a lot, because how old are your girls now? I don't
1: know.
2: Okay.
3: Hundred <laughs> <100% laughs> percent.
1: My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post clean clarity you get. Wow. How? have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, more like wow, slash bears cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month new customers on first three months plan only speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan additional taxes fees and restrictions apply see mint mobile for details
0: this is an episode of two bears one cave in the man cave my house with Special why hello congratulations thank you baby i don't want to turn this into a burt cast this is a two bears one cave yes but congratulations i
3: appreciate it man
0: everyone needs to go to netflix right now watch Special specials maybe look you know i'm pretty i realized the other day oh let me see that let me see that two bears one cave One. Oh, is that in the background of chris oh great great leave it there leave it there yeah um i dissect specials it, it's almost not fun yeah um i i'm i you know what I, I take things analytically and i'm not I don't look like that guy.
3: Yeah. You have your toes painted. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. I love the way you started your special off.
3: Uh, Five uh, martinis. Uh, in. Yeah. Five martinis. martinis. Yeah. Well, because, because you know what happened was with that special is, is I, um I was going to film it and just put it on YouTube because I, everybody kept saying no, uh, all the networks. No, no, no. You know, and, Hey, can I audition? No. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to put it on YouTube, filmed it, put it on YouTube. And at the end of the special, I say to the people at the I did at the Gramercy Theater in New York. I was like, this is going on YouTube. Um, And at the end, I say, you know, fuck everybody. Fuck Netflix. Fuck HBO. (laughs) I did on YouTube the power of the people. I'm a man of the people. But at the end, I said, but listen Netflix. You want to buy it? Your boy will sell it. And then I walk (laughs) up and we kept that in the special. So all my you know fans or people who watch are watching like dude that's baller that like yeah. you shit on them and they kept it in and they they paid you to shit on them there's uh, you know like,
0: yeah netflix is an interesting company yeah by the way uh christina p m- uh mom jeans yes is it mom jeans uh i believe so let's, Yeah. let's you know since it's the two bears let's FaceTime her. let's FaceTime a p. promo
3: for christina p i'm gonna see her tonight
0: uh fucking, tom and i are on sale in denver tom is july uh 15th um, he's in the arena i am in at red rocks and and, uh on the september 13th just you know all around i love it two bears love let's call it i love it colorado in july is nice what do you think of the odds we get
3: christina p on the phone i hope i hope she picks up and like she's in blackface for like a bit (sighs) but we get it on camera (laughs)
0: <laughs> i saw her promo yeah. she did on by it looks like an old mtv set did oh you yeah see it? i didn't see it no i, I love i love I, man i love the ins and outs i like i said i'm too analytical and that's when i when i watched your um special i love that it started that way i yeah. love see i love to get captured i yeah. love to be a fan of things yeah i love to get into it like it's like when the first time i met you you're you are the group of people that i um I, I, I secretly and I say secretly, like secretly, uh, take responsibility for uh, introducing you guys to. Like yeah. I remember, I remember it saying you gotta have Christy on. Your yeah, yeah, You yeah, gotta I have Chris on your podcast. You
3: were big. I mean, I remember when I came out here and did your podcast. Um, this was 2018, 2019. I really had almost nothing going on. No real followers. Uh, my podcast had no real numbers. And then you, I came out on your pod and I did Theo's pod and I Good went dude. back to New York landed the pods came out i didn't understand all of it and then my followers doubled tripled everything started to begin then so i like appreciate you, it you uh yannis uh mark norman samrell
0: all these guys that like you know it's it's not it's there's no like i take pride in the fact that when watching you guys blow up yeah. it, it's it must how it be how rogan felt about like tommy when tommy really popped
3: yes you know yeah and i feel like um i'm not putting myself in this i hope as the future goes, I'd be in this, but kind of how it's, you know, you, Theo, Tom, Rogan, uh, you know, Joey Diaz and Ari and all that. I hope that I'm a part of that wave. And it's like Andrew Schultz, Tim Dillon, Sam Morrill, Mark Norman. Tim Dillon,
0: dude. I remember know? I remember meeting Tim Dillon with Bobby Kelly when Bobby yeah. when, and, and we went to a bar to have a cigar. And I remember Tim told me he doesn't drink and he's gay. And I thought, we have nothing in common. I'll never talk to this guy again. <laughs> yeah. And then halfway through my cigar, I'm crying, laughing, going, who the fuck is this guy?
3: No, Timmy is one of those guys, obviously, you know, completely sober, can hang. He can hang with you as as you'll are he hang out with you till 7 a.m. Yeah. No problem at but all. You
0: guys all have such a great, you know, it's like you guys, your generation missed our like, for
3: whatever reason, you guys just have. You you guys are almost like more fearless than we are. Does that make sense? Uh well, I think because learning from you guys and watching like what you can have if you No, just, no, 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 no,
0: here's what it is. You ready? Yeah, oh, no, I don't yeah. mean to interrupt you, but it is too bears. Of course. The uh <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys watched Here's my theory. You guys watched us go on Rogan and talk absolutely reckless. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you
3: were like, yeah, yeah I'm going to do that too.
0: Like, did he just say he sexually
3: assaulted somebody <laughs> like, what the oh, fuck. fuck yeah well then the thing is too because when you guys started coming up and, and blowing up and all that stuff that cancel culture stuff hasn't happened hadn't happened yet. so we we're like oh i was like i'm just gonna do what they're doing and then i do it and then it's like no 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 no, no. you'll get arrested <laughs> for that shit in 2022 yeah it <laughs> was the fucking you but but you know what it is i think i think you know even with my special even with the special Weshy, I, when i did it i was like i you know a lot of times co- comedians do a special you know, they'll have a free audience. Oh, just come and I want it to look filled. I was like, no, I'm going to sell tickets. I'm going to do this as a regular show. I don't care. I said, if there's 18 people in the crowd, I'll do the special and put that out. I'm going to be real with yeah. everything. Real, real, real. And so that's why when I said in the beginning of the special, that was true. They, were, the, they had some venue issues. So I was just there. I was, I was getting very nervous. I'll be honest. And I just started crushing martinis. I mean, have you, you, you stopped drinking for a sec? I did you? stop drinking. I did stop drinking for a while. And then I started drinking... A lot. uh, And then I had to stop again. So now I've uh, now I've slowed it down. I'm trying to do a thing where I only have a drink once every 21 days. I'm trying. And um, you're going to have a drink tonight. I'll have a drink tonight. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll just immediately abandon it. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll abandon it. If literally, that's all it takes. I'm like, I'm going to do it once every 21 days. But then if you were just like, but do you want to have one drink? I'll say absolutely. You want to have a drink? If I had a drink yesterday. You do I'll have a drink. Let's have a drink. Let's, Let's have, have a drink. A- hey, listen, I sold, scotch, out the Greek. Go- I sold out the Greek last night. Hell yeah, dude. Dude, let me tell you something. The, it, uh, oh, you got a good scotch or something? What do you want to drink?
0: <laughs> Can I introduce you? Yes. <sighs> Here we go. This is... uh. Winston Churchill, the it's great his Favorite, his favorite. This is what he'd wake up to. It's his whiskey. He'd oh wake God. up to it was given it. to me by the guy who does the prideful goat. I should, I should this. He gave me this too. This was uh, distilled on my birthday. Yes. Dude. Anyone that could
3: beat back the Nazis. A little slice. Drink, drink. Is there an ice bucket in here? No. Yeah. The anyone. Dude,
0: Winston Churchill was a bad motherfucker.
3: A badass dude, yeah, Winston a Churchill. Badass motherfucker. Well, we that, can have a cigar too if you want one. I've never smoked a cigar, not it's once ever a in my life. Bad idea to do it inside if it's your first time. I've never smoked a cigar, and I very rarely smoked the cigarette or weed or anything. I've done edibles, started doing edibles a little bit recently, but I don't smoke. There's a lot of times where I don't feel like a real guy. Like I you don't. Know what's so funny. That's why I like you. Right? Because you are a real guy. Like you are. You're a great basketball player. You're a physical therapist, right? I was a physical therapist. And let uh, let's specify great. I was I was a great division three basketball player. Oh hold on. that's you know that? that's better than Tom Segura. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. But I will say like when Tom Segura got injured, that's what some of the people on my team look like naturally. Like just their <laughs> arms and just contorted because it was we're division three athletes.
0: The um the uh I'm using my hands. Up I don't okay. care, dude. Yeah, but that's why I like you, and I think that's your appeal, is that you are you're obviously a man. Like if 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 there was a fight in the club uh and i think i'd feel safe next to you right but at the same time you're also the guy that would never start a fight at a club zero,
3: zero t- i would never start a fight and 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 i will be honest there's a chance i might run away from the fight if it's happening yeah. i just might i mean i'm saying to you now that i'd fight but when push comes to shove literally i may run it's possible
0: here we'll give you a little one to so have a show tonight just a little taste thank you Bubba. this so this is winston churchill this is what he'd wake up to this is his favorite rye
3: winston churchill uh here we go let's take a, let me take a sip down winston churchill uh quote greatest quote of all time Ooh, i have,
0: have oh okay you like go. winston
3: churchill quotes I love love winston Quo- churchill quote here we go it's literally a thing that i heard when i was in my late 20s just i love history i love history i love Winston churchill oh, oh that's right i love history too i love it we love history so winston churchill said and a thing that literally I like i'm talking about a moment in time that helped me, my brain chemistry change on just being accepting. He said, do you know this quote? Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It's the courage to continue that counts. And I was like, wow,
0: See, that's all I need.
3: Wow, just continue. If you did great, you saw that the Greek last night. Congratulations, it's amazing. But that's not, that's not final. No. And if you didn't sell the Greek last night, who cares? It doesn't matter. The bottom line is, is you got your hungover ass up into that cold plunge pool. You got into that sauna. Yeah. You painted those toes yeah. and you started that podcast because you continued. Sat out in the sun. I sat out in the sun and sat on the sun. Today. Yes. You put on your, you put on your Bruno Mars hat and you came out here <laughs> and you <laughs> said, I'm the new Indiana Jones, bitch. And yes, see, failure is not failure. It's a courage to continue. That counts. Attitude is a little thing that makes a big difference. I'd like to tell oh, that okay. to my daughter. He. Uh. He <laughs> Yes. I, dude. I mean, we are we are guys that have two daughters. Um, I mean Tom has sons, right? Oh, Tom has sons. Is he this is, Christina P? Hold on. Oh, that's right. I never called her. Oh, oh Shit. Who the fuck is this? Answer it. No, I can't do it. Um, it's Tank Sinatra. Do you know Tank? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Want me to answer it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, hold on. yeah. Tank. Listen, hold on. Before before you scream any before you scream a slur like you normally do. <laughs> Um, I'm on Two Bears, One Cave right now, live with Bert Kreischer. He says hello. Hello, Bert.
0: How are you, Bert? I'm smoking a Patron 1926, number 47. It had your name on it, but I lit it.
3: God damn it. I know I want to smoke a cigar. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Sorry, um, dude. I love you, Tank. I love you so much. What's your favorite Winston Churchill quote? I know you're a history guy. If you're going through hell, keep going. Yep. If you're going through hell, keep going. I love that Winston Churchill. All right, Tank. I'm. I'll sex you in a little bit. Okay. Okay. So is it important what we have to talk about? Never important. That's true. Tank, by the way, is a guy, a very good philosopher. He helps me get through a lot of time because he's like a you know jack guy on steroids, yeah. openly and and just is like um is but he taught he's the wisdom and vision he has and the um kind of uh how much he reads and how thoughtful he is is he really helps you out of jams really like he mentally he's he's a he's stronger mentally than he is physically i've been
0: trying to get him on the podcast
3: you hear that tank yeah yep all right bubs <laughs> I, goes, it, yeah. Tank's not interested all right i'll see you later bye all right we're calling christina, p. Calling christina p good i just thought it was sunburn I... nope hey that. oh
0: we're doing an episode of two bears one cave
4: Oh, you are! Hi.
0: Hey, congratulations on the new special. When Thank this you. airs, your special will be streaming on Netflix. So we thought right. we'd do a little promo for you.
4: You're
0: the best. I love you so much. I love you too. You, you're doing a show with uh, look who I'm with. Hi, I'm, I'm your husband. Your... Special
4: weshi is out.
0: Special
3: Weshey's out, baby.
4: I'm so I'm so proud of you. Congratulations.
3: Thank you. We did our specials at the same theater. You did the Gramercy Theater. I did the Gramercy Theater. Bye. Look at us. Yeah
4: night are you gonna do amy schumer's thing
3: yes i'm gonna do amy schumer's thing
4: fucking AM. are we gonna have
3: fun or what
4: we're gonna fucking party bro
3: hell yeah cuz fuck yeah yeah hey uh okay.
0: i'm i'm so I, I just wanted to promo your special on two uh, bears
4: you're my favorite i love you so much
0: hey i love i loved i was just telling him i loved your promo you did it looked like an old mtv set where you're like i love the <laughs> internet i loved it i loved it i loved it
4: i wanted to be like remote control
0: oh my god it was fucking awesome
4: <laughs> thank you i spent a fortune it only got it 10 million dollars
0: <laughs> let me tell you something the, the one thing the segura family has taught me it's okay to spend money yes oh
4: oh you should see so the outfit that i wear in mom jeans that's that outfit i'm wearing when we invoiced for it netflix goes we've never spent this much on an outfit <laughs> <laughs> You
3: have to tune in just to see what I'm wearing. And I can't wait. That, that's and then I
4: added like diamonds to it. And shit.
3: Hell that's yeah,
0: funny. that's my babe. Oh, where's Where's Tommy with you? Where's he?
4: Oh, no, he's he's somewhere like Greensboro or
0: something. Oh my god, I leave and for a, I leave for Kansas City tomorrow.
4: Oh, uh, hey, are you around June 25th?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah.
4: Okay, I'm I'm having a birthday party. I want you guys to come gonna
0: get fucking lit bro that's I'm what i'm fucking go. talking about i smoked so many joints last night Push. you did i rolled four joints for myself and i smoked all of them
4: you did not.
0: i swear to god I, I did the greek last night so i got done and i got fucking wasted you get
4: attacked
0: too no i had a great opening joke that i i, <laughs> I murdered uh no i murdered oh my god what am i doing i i had a great opening joke though they were murdered. all they were like a a fr- the fucking the new york giants of, of of security up front all big black dudes and uh and i was like none of my fans are getting past these guys <laughs> and then i said and it's a greek you come up here with a knife you gotta stab me in the back yeah.
2: hey, hey!
4: let me tell you i did the i did the region theater the first night i got here on tuesday yeah and someone got shot right next door and my agent was like um there's a there's a hostage situation next to your theater but they're going to open up traffic in like an hour it should be fine for your your guests i'm like that's retarded there's police (laughs) tape in front of the region when i did my show and then like a few hours later Chappelle got attacked i was like what the fuck is happening oh my god
0: (laughs) there was uh one guy rushed the stage last night on my show but to give me a joint and uh (laughs) and the black guy just let him go i go i like your discretion (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah
4: are you becoming the podcast
0: no 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 i had acid reflux i threw up there's a viral video that's going to be going out pretty soon push push i went out this is a true story so we go out to dinner my show gets canceled in spokane hamilton collapses the stage right so i go out to dinner i start drinking in the morning i go out i drink all day i smoke Mm. weed i smoke a cigar i play disc golf ipas dinner two martinis shots of tequila a bottle of wine two a steak of some fish and then an Irish car bomb and at four in the morning, I wake up, and i, for the first time in a very long time, I throw up aggressively whoa <laughs> i throw in in front of my tour bus in my underwear at four in the morning, waking people up. If that video does not get released, I will be shocked <laughs> yeah, it is, and it's me at my lowest. I think I start crying like <laughs> and so I had to go so I had to go to the i had i lost my voice totally I had to go to a ear nose and throat guy, he gave me a couple shots, and he was like, "Hey, man, no booze." no nothing
3: did you drink though did they, did they put a scope down your throat they, me the- they scoped my throat I, did you get hard Stop! i don't want to do the
0: scope it, that's horrible he did the scope and he found an ulcer in my throat And he was like what? he was like hey man He was like uh we're putting you on though, on this like really strong anti-acid you can't eat after six uh no coffee no alcohol and i was like I was like, oh, I'm going to have out. He goes, you got to limit your alcohol intake. I was like, all right, give me a week. Let me get off the Listen, road and then I'll do here's
3: it. A, here's a side effect with that. could probably put you on like a mesoprol. Well, yeah. it's like anti-acid reflux. I had it. I had gerd. that a side effect of that medication that they don't tell you. That's wild side effect of a medication. You can't sneeze. What? You'll feel oh, like you're going to it. Oh, it's fuck.
0: Solid. Oh, fuck. You know, by the way, Push, you know me.
3: How bad is that? Just fuck my head up. I swear to God.
4: Now you're going to be obsessed about.
3: Sneezing. No, listen, I was on the medication and a week and a half go by two weeks. And I keep feeling like I can't sneeze. I keep feeling like a, a like an ah, uh, but it like won't chew. And then I I, ah, I uh, but it won't chew.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: So my friend is a doctor. So I called him and I was like, dude, I haven't sneezed in two weeks. Like, do I have like some type of tumor? That's like paralyzing my cranial nerves. Like, what's happening? And he genuinely said to me, he "Goes, I have real patients to deal with. Like, either sneeze or don't sneeze, you <laughs> asshole." And I was like, and I couldn't deal with it. And then I kept, I went on um, uh, Quora and and uh, uh, the Ask Jeeves thing and all that. And I was talking to people about this. Like, I was like, hey, answers. Like, I need help. Like, who hasn't sneezed? Like, I looked to the internet, and I people would be like, it's got to be a side effect of medication. Got to be a side effect of medication, and I found I started communicating with this one guy. His name was Pujvi. He was from Bangladesh. He hadn't sneezed. He said in like two and a half years, he ah. didn't. He didn't sneeze. He said two and a half years because he was saying the medication. He was like, it was like, it's, it's your medication, and he wouldn't sneeze. And then I was like, oh my god! So I stopped taking it, and now I just deal with the acid reflux because I don't want to. go. It's so terrifying.
0: I bet, I bet Anne Frank would have been like, I would have loved that medication. <laughs> <laughs> boys i miss you if you have if you have time come over and see the house i can't I'm, i will i love you i, I love, love you, you too so congrats congrats on uh mom jeans thank congrats you. on mom I jeans have a great thank time you, tonight thank
3: you. I love you love you bye love bye. You bye i'll see you later tom um fucking scored with that one have they never seen the house tom ooh, Tom has. Nice. that tom far or was, has, or was that yep, a far, it was a nice. part nice. has, she
0: hasn't um we used to be really 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 cl- i mean obviously tom and i are still very close but um leanne and push were closer than me and tom at a, at a point like uh, she would come over and hang out with the girls all the time you know tom and i were working and push when she had a night off she'd just come over to our house and chill yeah 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 But now we, because they live in now, now they, and yeah, we lived we went down and spent some time with them and and uh that was nice it was great to see their boys but it kind of sucks that we're not in their life the way they were in our life because they were in our life I, I'm not every night, obviously, but like almost. Like if I came home from the road, I'd call Tom. They'd come over. I'd make. They were broke at the time, like right. really
3: broke. I was going to say because you and Tom, it's not like you guys found became friends when you guys started to blow up. You were friends when you both had nothing.
0: Yeah, you know, oh, yeah,
3: yeah, you yeah. Know, it's beautiful. I but see that's the thing is like, I that I
0: always say that like I don't know what uh, why other people like Tom. Like I know why I like him. Like I liked him when he had nothing right so when I see other comics liking Tom, I always like I always go I, like I get skeptical. it's like you know when like uh when you see someone blow up, you go, you go yeah, but I was there at Ground Zero like yeah. I, I, the, the su- I always talk about this on stage sometimes, but like uh the subtlety of Tom is the funniest thing right the, the, his if you're not his this sounds horrible if you're not his best friend, you don't get the best parts of Tom. It's the best parts. The best, the best parts of Tom are these. Like that, that's it. (laughs) The Tom's uh knowing him as well as I do and seeing someone do something. I remember watching someone one time going in and say, You got water? The way he said it, I went, I looked at Tom. Tom looked at me immediately. And that's the fun part. You know, it's like it's like when you when you put that much into a relationship. You get those little moments, right? Nose are the fucking like uh, he blows out his knee, he breaks his arm. We get a uh, push. This is like, <clears throat> you know what? I, I, and it's, I always fantasized about having a relationship the way Don Rickles and 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 Bob, uh, Bob Newhart did. Yeah, you know they were like best, yeah, friends, yeah, best friends, at friends. Dinner yeah. every day, lunch yeah. today, every day. I was fantasized about that because I thought that would be cool. And then I guess you get it. Not obviously, we're not Bob Hart, Bob yeah. Newhart, and them. Like when they talk about their wives. So like when Tom blew out his knee and broke his arm, I called Leanne. I was I got on the interstate. Yeah. I was way we were day way down in, by the airport. I got on the interstate and I called Leanne and I go, uh I said, It Tom Tom's really hurt. And she was like, What happened? I said, I think he fucked up his knee and he, he broke his arm in half. She goes, What? And I said, Yeah. And she goes, All right, come get me. I said, Where are we going? She goes, Honey you know push isn't handling this well and i went really she goes call push so i three-way call push i'm in the car i'm getting on the interstate i go push she goes uh tom's in the ambulance he's going to the hospital um what are you doing i said just got on the interstate what are you doing she goes i opened a bottle of wine and i went all right we're on our way (laughs) (laughs) so we went down and we see her in her kitchen and she's panicking and she goes I made muffins. <laughs> <laughs> and Leah's like, thank God we're here. Yeah. He goes, Bert, go to the go to Rite Aid, get all the fucking stuff he's gonna need. Yeah. Push, let's let's have a glass of wine and eat some muffins. <laughs> need some muffins. Wine and muffins. Oh and so, so we get Tom into his screening room, like downstairs. Yeah. And he is like this. I carry him in from his fucking little sports car or whatever. I carry him in, I get him into his thing, I lay him down and push comes in with a glass of wine and muffins and then she goes i found nutella (laughs) (laughs) so it it, but it's it's those moments like that so out of the out of that whole thing i have two moments that i'll never forget with tom leanne stands over him he's laying on the thing and she goes well you're about to get fat as fuck yeah and tom just looks at me like who the my wife is a brutal fucking Good. good The other favorite, and he just looks at me and I fucking fall out laughing. The other one is we get him in the medical transport. The next day I come back down. Should have just spent the night there. I come back down, get a medical transport. We get him in the thing. Tom is in arm, leg like this, arm like this, in a wheelchair, strapped into a van where the guy has been smoking very clearly a lot. His (laughs) long hair. The windows are down. It's COVID. He's not, he's like, he's got a mask on, but it's blowing everywhere. Tom's sitting, I'm sitting next to him in a jump seat. And the guy goes, so what do you guys do for a living? And I go, we're comedians. And Tom just glares at me. He goes, and I go, he goes, oh, yeah, I go, Tom, tell him a joke. (laughs) Those are like, like when you like when you invest in a friendship, those are the moments that.
3: Yeah. And I think that's why your guy's pod does so well, because it's not like, you know, uh, somebody just put you two together because they think it would make money. It's just like a genuine thing. It's like the money comes second. That's what Oprah Winfrey always says. The money comes second. The passion's first and the money second. And it's just literally, I mean, you guys are just, it's just your friendship on display, which is an amazing time to live in. Because I feel like if this was 20 years ago, this friendship would just stay behind closed doors and that would be no good, Yeah, you know, because it helps, it helps other, you know, like you guys, it's never anything really serious. It's always silly. All the clips you guys post are just, it's like an awesome thing. And I I only met Tom uh, when he had already, you know, started to become Tom. So So tell me about your experience with Tom. Okay. So I never met. I didn't only, I, I had saw the only, thing Tom I think was already on his maybe second Netflix special when I started comedy, you know, so, really? so yeah, yeah, so I, he, you guys were already both like on your way, like all those moments of the, you know, I, I was doing open mics or like not even knowing anything yet, so I started to know. Sweet so what year did you start comedy? Like 2010. For real? Yeah. Oh, wow. So you guys, I, you weren't at the level you're at now, but you were already like moving up. So 2010.
0: Technology. I'm yeah. trying to think. How old was I? It was 12 years ago. 12 years ago. Yeah. I was 30. Okay. So I was still working at Travel Channel. We were just probably just started doing Rogan. Yeah. And Tom. But Rogan wasn't at that level. Uh-uh, yet uh-uh. Yet. Yeah. And that was the fun time of yeah. like when nobody every, was listening to it. Everyone was broke. Rogan's the only one with money. Yeah. It was like it was like it was like oh
3: that was fucking fun, right? Yeah.
0: And so so when was the first time you remember seeing Tom?
3: So I remember seeing Tom as He came in on Opie and Anthony to new york he came in and i was like um i would be on opie and anthony once in a while and he came on in opie and anthony and i remember um him coming in and like just being like like really funny and like really dark uh comedy and he just fit in because there was a lot of comics that i would come see maybe you know from la or whatever they would come and they would just try to be too funny or try to make what do you mean opie and anthony were you doing opie and anthony yeah i was like one of the i i wasn't like a regular but i they would give me like as a you know, no name, unknown comic, like one shot yeah. a month or something like that. Really? One of those times I was on with Segura, and I remember being like, Oh, I'd seen because Netflix wasn't even a big thing
0: that like Dude hit when Netflix I remember he said he sold his thing to Netflix, and I said, I didn't know what it was. I go, Do you want to come on my podcast to promote it? And he went, No. <laughs> yeah. And I went, Why? And he goes, Uh, eh, it's kind of just on there. Yeah. He's like, people find it. It's like it doesn't matter. Yeah, and I went really and he goes, "Yeah, they find it." And I didn't realize it was a big I didn't realize that was Netflix was a big deal until he said Mike Tyson watched it. He yeah. was like I was on a plane. Yeah. Mike Tyson came up and was like, "Hey man, I saw you on Netflix."
1: Yeah. I was like,
0: "What the fuck is Netflix?"
1: Yeah. And then I remember Bill Burr had budget. The thing about buying jewelry is you really don't know what you're getting into. You don't know what you're looking at often. And the great thing about working with Blue Nile is you have somebody who's a true expert that can help guide you along the way so you don't feel lost, so you know what these diamond grades are. You know you're getting real value. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you don't, they offer 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Is your beer fridge feeling a little empty? DoorDash is your door to beer without the run. Whatever drink you're in the mood for, they've got you. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code BEARS. It was one of my
0: favorite specials um and i watched it on youtube yeah and someone said man you're fucking bill it's on netflix i was like the fuck is netflix yeah and my wife's like oh honey we have netflix so i watch it all the time i'm watching dot 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 and i went in and i turned on tom's special in our bedroom on netflix and i went huh. yeah and then i saw all the ones that i was like and it was like yeah and i was like wait who, i don't even know some of these people yeah and i was like oh this is good. and then it was like bill burr tom's girl bill burr tom's girl
3: yeah yeah i think with tom what I, what i liked about tom when i first met him that time is like he was so funny and dark but also like humble he was the only guy He's so humble. that i remember he does there's no way even he remembers this because at that point you know he had already had the netflix specials he was already he that was like one of that was like a, he was the invited guest yeah. he was a big deal already headlining selling out maybe he was even doing a theater in new york at that time i don't know but he was like you know uh i i said oh hey you know i'm chris and i you know was like, oh yeah, I'm, you know, I'm still doing open mics or whatever like that. And he was like, uh, he was like, yeah, man. He goes, uh, he goes, keep going. How long you been doing it? And then asked me like follow up questions. And I was like, oh well, normally, you know, I know now. Like even if somebody said to me I was an open micer, I just like, oh, you know, great, you know, knock it out of the park. Don't give up, whatever. But it's like, with you know, you don't ask questions to them. Yeah. But Tom was just like, asked me like follow up questions. Like, oh, that's funny. That's good. I've done that room. Like he gave me like, mo- like probably a minute, but that of his time, but that felt like an hour of his time. And I was like, wow, he was really nice to me. And then I remember watching him like slowly blow up with everything. And what I vividly remember is how bad Tom used to look on the covers of his first and second Netflix specials. And then I hadn't seen him. And then all of a sudden he came up on the third special. And I was like, who is this Latin man on my screen? And then I said, is that Tom Segura? The only person who's had a worse, who's looked literally the how good tom looks versus how bad he looked is i think the widest gap the only guy who comes close to that is nate bargazzi when you look at how absolutely atrocious nate looked amazing because of how handsome nate is i mean literally nate bargazzi used to look like a fat woman 10 years ago he looked like a fat lesbian (laughs) and now he looks like a handsome republican necklace or something Pull up ugly Nate Bargatze. Ugly Nate Bargatze went from literally like, like he looked like a fat lesbian Democrat to now he looks like a skinny Republican rich man. Oh, fat Nate Bargatze. And and Tom is in that realm where that was the most shocking thing was I was oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Look at how great Tom Segura looks. I mean, look at old Nate. Put I mean. There's oh pictures God, he of Nate. Fucking horrible, horrible dude. He looked, yeah, he oh looked like he had a he's disease. So ugly. And but but and I'm and I'm saying that he, he p- does look sick. Actually, he looks sick because now he's incredibly look handsome, Nate Bargazzi. Like incredibly handsome. There's even crazier pictures he of Nate. Almost looks like a puppet. Go yes. Back to that. Look at this. Look at this picture down here. I mean, look at this, dude. Look at this. He looks like fucking. He looks like J- Jared the Subway guy if he was fat. Wow, he is amazingly unattractive. Amazing. And now look at how handsome Nate is. Look at how Nate's handsome Nate is right guy. now. And Nate's a really the, good looking guy. Look, look dude, look at that, dude. He looks like Tig Notaro in that picture. <laughs> and he then does. look, And then pull up Tom. And then old Tom, you know, I'm sure you guys have spoken about this, but the old Tom Segura covers. Oh, yeah. And that's what I love about him and Christina P's relationship. I mean, this guy looked like, like, if you would have told me, look, at, there's an old picture of Tom. Maybe there's one. I think it's his first. Oh, look yeah, that. this. if you would have told me, hey, this guy here is going to live past 40. I'd be like, you lie. <laughs> and now look at how handsome Tom is. He's got like gray hair. Look at this
0: one. Look at this one. Go to that one right there. Go to that one. Yeah.
3: Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, just nothing. And now Tom, look at it. Now look at Tom looks phenomenal. Yeah. Now I look like that one. Yeah. Look no, like Bert, his... you've, al- you've always looked like Bert. I, I look like Bert. I, I, uh... You've looked like Bert, even at Bert the Conqueror. You always, you still look, you just look, you look like Bert. The, uh, it's not a radical shift. I mean, dude, look at that picture with the light blue. I mean, Tom genuinely, he looks like a fat Mormon. Oh my God. He looks like he sells houses. Or exactly, he does dude. Houses. He looks like he sells houses. He looks like one of these guys like he sells houses and then like he gets involved in like some type of like gay sexual assault thing in that, his local that community. that doesn't even look like a double X. That looks like a triple X. Yeah, no, no. And and and, and the juxtaposition between how rav like how insanely he looks- handsome. And what a good dresser he is. What a good dresser both you guys well, are. No, I'm not. You would never <clears throat> see that.
0: He's a <clears throat> he is into fashion.
3: No, no, no. It's it's incredible. And that's one thing I I I like that's shocking uh about Tom is how great he is in fashion and just where, you know, where he came from. Look at that. I mean, dude, look picture. at that, dude. Ugh. Yeah, he also looks like he's different. Like there he looks like he literally if you told me, "Hey, if you just cut Christina P, P out and you took his glasses and you said, "Hey, that was one of the 9/11 hijackers." I'd believe you. He is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tom looks like a 9/11 hijacker.
0: He got so much better looking. It's it's sad he didn't he didn't match up his his best looking moments when with when he had hair. Right. He looks better without hair in a weird way. No, he, I'm is that him you. or is he's, i sorry this guy over here on the right on the right
3: is that him that guy yeah that's Tom that's Tom well in that picture I mean in that picture he looks wow dude he almost he looks like that picture looks like if Chris D'Elia gained like 150 pounds that's what he (laughs) looks like in that picture all the way to the right yeah he uh yeah no but see like this is a beautiful picture too Tom and Joe Rogan you know when everybody was like you're they probably told him I'm sure how many people, I would love to know, talk to Tom. How many people told him he was an idiot for starting a podcast and an idiot for going on Netflix? Who J- Tom or Joe? I'm sure no, Tom, both of them. I'm sure oh, how oh, many oh. people told them
0: well, that. Joe is Joe is a Joe's a freight train of Joe, meaning he does Joe and he sees Joe. And his advice is this is how i do it. It's it's not like yeah. Sometimes my advice for people is like, I see what you're doing, this is how I would do it if I were you. Joe's like, and Joe at that time was, hey man, start a podcast. Yeah. And everyone's like, Don't your managers and agents. It's the reason no one's managers or agents are involved in our podcast. No. Is it is it literally Joe is the first one going, start a podcast. This is an extension of social media. This is, you need to do this. These people are listening. Joe knew his numbers. He knew they were doubling. Every fucking week they were doubling, doubling, doubling. And then we knew the pops we were getting. Like we did. I remember doing Rogan the first day and I went on Twitter and I had 6,000 followers from the live stream. Wow. Like 6,000 new followers. I was with Red Band. I was like, dude, what the fuck? I remember Red Band called Joey Diaz and Joey Diaz was on speakerphone and I said, and I said, I I was like, I felt like I was eavesdropping. I was like, hi, Joey Diaz, it's Bert Kreischer. And Joey's like, what's up, you bad motherfucker? (laughs) I just saw you on that fucking live stream. It's a great fucking story, cocksucker. Yeah. I was like, holy shit it was wow. like those were like i mean it's not to one day they'll do a documentary about it and then, of course
3: you know. yeah it's um it's one of those things too i think with with joe rogan too is is he has capitalized in for entertainment and comedy every era like the hot thing in that era he excelled at the sitcom with the news radio then the reality show was, the, you know, the sitcom was the 90s. He did that. Then yeah. the 2000s was reality show, Fear Factor, the biggest one. Then the 2010s to present, podcast, biggest one. So that's something that when I watch Joe Rogan, I'm like, oh, he's very good at adapting. Because I think in anything, right? In entertainment, in life, and whatever jobs you have, you have to adapt to the I, next thing. I'll tell you, I'm going I'm to say
0: this, and I hope this doesn't come off off odd, and I hope everyone can appreciate it. You no, know, and I, Joe, Joe's success speaks of honesty. No one's ever going to question. What got Joe rog- Rogan to where he is today? Sure. It's Joe Rogan, sure. But you, you know, you gotta uh, you gotta give a tad bit of credit to Brian Redband. yeah. Because Brian Redband is different than Joe. They're very very different human beings. But but Joe would have big ideas like starting a podcast, and Redband would go let's 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 get it done. He would buy all the equipment. Like, right. Obviously, Joe is the spearhead. Joe is the reason. I, I don't I don't mean you. Obviously, there's no way anyone's gonna take yeah. away is gonna be like oh joe everything owes everything to red band he doesn't right but red band was like uh, red band is is you know is is very integral to that whole this whole thing we're talking about yeah if red band hadn't and this sounds crazy this is a fucking stupid statement but if red band had told joe it was a bad idea joe probably would have still done it but right but the fact that red band went and got all the equipment Set it up in Joe's house, yeah. And Red Band said, "Come on, we got and did and knew how to do it. Right, figured out how to do it and got on UStream and got on all those things. That is very. That is a very large portion of the equation that often I don't. I don't think is appreciated by.
3: I didn't even know that. So like that's something. Really? Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I know. I I obviously know who Red Band is, but but I didn't. I didn't um, know really any of that. I, I I just even started just as a listener to podcasting just really a couple of years ago because i was like oh. you know got into like i so i was one of those people where like i didn't you know even though i'm in comedy i didn't really consume comedy like you know mark norman and sam morrow like i, I like they should write a book on comedy they're you know they're, comedy nerds yeah. comedy savants i'm just not wasn't like that i didn't watch much comedy growing up i just didn't do it i started doing comedy as like a defense mechanism because i like miss my dad that's why i did comedy that's yeah. genuinely why i did it is i would yeah. create up stories. to I could, my dad would like, listen to me. So I would, I would, I would like do that. And I, and so when I came from all this, like, you know, getting into you're this, you're
0: an OBA Anthony guy, right?
3: I, I was, but I only, again, I never listened to it ever. I just started getting on the show. I didn't know Howard Stern. I, oh, I, really? I was one of those guys. I don't even all the classic comedy movies that you have to see. And I, I I've seen almost none of them. And, and it's, it's just like, um, I don't know why that is. But I'm just trying to trust my instinct to be like, well, maybe that's somehow working out for me because maybe my voice sounds a little different. I don't know. But I'm just like, I'm just like, if I have to listen to it or watch it, I'll do it. But like with the, the Red Band stuff, yeah, I didn't know like any of that. So like for me to hear that is like, oh wow, that that's cool because oh. there's always people behind the scenes that
0: dude Red Band Red. <clears throat> not to go too into the weeds on this, but like Red Band was a fucking. I mean, he still is. I'm not. I mean, he's not dead, but like he was a very like he would pick you up like for me he'd pick me up because you know I, I knew he knew i'd drink we would drive out to joe's we would bullshit sometimes and you i'm sure you can find these episodes i'm sure they're out there sometimes if you were walking into joe's life this wasn't like the podcast like it is now right. you were walking into joe's life right. you went into his house right his kids were running around yeah his wife was there he'd make you a green shake in his kitchen yeah his. It, it, i mean i, I mean you it 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 it's hard to explain to anyone, but it's not what it is today. So sometimes Joe would be in a bad mood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He would never do that now. You would never see that now. Yeah, you can find this episode. I'm sure you can find this episode. Yeah, he was in a bad mood, and he was, and the whole time he just was taking it out on Red Band, and I was just sitting in a room with Joe and Red Band fighting.
3: Yeah, for three
0: hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's an act, it's a and, it was, and it was like, but Red Band was and this is all we're, you can giggle about it obviously red man sometimes was so fucking distracting i remember joe saying to him in this podcast do you know people are listening to this right yeah and brian's like yeah and he's like, well, stop saying that you're wasting people's time and i'm just sitting between them going yeah. whose team am i on <laughs> yeah you don't know red Band's my ride home but it's joe's podcast yeah 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 red man was like a really fun
3: it was a really fun... See, like, and, and I feel like like, I want to meet Redman. I've never met him. I've never oh, even been on real? Rogan's podcast. You know, like, I've only met but Joe You've never Rogan, been on Rogan's podcast? Never once. I've only met Rogan one time my whole life. So oh, my God, God. you were a fucking murder on Rogan's podcast. I hope, I hope to get on. I think I think, I think. think. Joe had told me that I was going to come on. He texted me. He gave me a date. I haven't heard from him since then, but hopefully... Everyone's told me Ari Shafir and was like, if he gave you a date, it's a date. He's going to text you he a, a you few a date, days before. Just go book your flight. When's your date, you know? May 23rd. Oh, for real! Monday, May 23rd is when he said, but oh, he—I no. haven't heard from him. But I booked a flight to Austin and booked a show there the next day, May 24th at the Vulcan. Um, on May 23rd, but I'll be there May 23rd. I'm going to yeah. be in Austin whether whether I show up or not. Yeah, I'm on May 18th. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if
0: you're rog- if Rogan texts you, yeah, Rogan's like he—I I think every I, if I'm not mistaken, and I don't want to steal this from him. Every Sunday he sits down and maps his day out. But if it goes in his calendar, it's, he is not—he is not a flake at all no. he is a he is a i I don't wish i could delegate the way he does i don't yeah. I think he does himself yeah he is a like hey man uh like who's one of my i have so many great rogan stories i mean I, like, I have so many great rogan stories i have so many great like i have so many that i can't tell but i have so many that are just like like
3: well, because he's been your friend for like a genuine friend for what fifteen years. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like a real. It's not even about the podcast. It's like this is just a person in your life. Oh, it's
0: it's it's yeah. a it's like uh, I mean, I can't even. Uh, you know, it's it's funny. It's the things that, the things that upset people about Joe. It's like the same thing about Tom. The things that upset people about Joe are the things I like about Joe. They make right. me giggle. Right. Because I know Joe. You just know. Him. I just know him. And I and I so like, like his to text threads that you get in with joe yeah they're fucking hilarious hilarious yeah and then and then you know what's going to make they the things that make me like i think cause i'm such a large i'm such a large personality that i and I live out loud and I'm, and they're more quiet dudes yeah that the things that i know that i do that i that i can't really share like yesterday i bought an ak-47 amazing and i texted joe and tom and Ari. i was like i woke up realized I bought an AK47 last night <laughs> and they're like they're like fucking Ari goes I want to shit on you this is the most bird thing you've ever done it's amazing or like I you know we're doing fully loaded festival and I got a I got a uh I got a uh mascot made of myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and they're like of course you did but like those <clears throat> it's funny you
3: know are you going to
0: murder on Rogan
3: I can't wait I'm excited to go because you know I feel a little bit of just a little bit of a sense of—I don't want to say pride—but it, it it calms me a little bit when I, you know, am having a career that you know I, uh, it's it's moving up and starting to sell real tickets now. The theater's not at your guys' level yet, but I feel like I feel like for the first time in my career, I am controlling my fate. It's not like, oh God, I hope I get this, I hope yeah. this happens. Like, no, 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 I know I'm cultivating my audience and we're growing together, just like you guys did, little by little, and I feel it happening. And I'm like, I did it all with no no TV, no corporate, and no Rogan, which which, you know, it's is really hard. It's hard because I felt like, you know, all my peers that got on Rogan, uh, granted, it's not a magic bullet. You have to do well and crush and the my friends that got huge off Rogan deserve to be huge off and Rogan. You don't
0: have to do well because Shane Gillis was maybe one of the most hilariously bad Rogan episodes <laughs> yeah, I've ever seen. He leaned into it. It was yeah. so enjoyably bad. It was, and by the way, yeah. this says like a diehard Rogan fan. Yeah, diehard best friend. Yeah, and 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 no, I've known Shane Gillis for like fucking twelve years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it was so enjoyable. So funny. It's so funny. My favorite thing on Rogan is watching someone throw a joke. Soder was on the other day, yeah. right? And you, and he says something about, uh, I, oh, I wish I could get the exact clip. I'm gonna, let's call Soder and see if he remembers it. He's yeah. still in Canada. He's got COVID.
3: Soder is, by the way, I personally think one of the funniest guys of my entire generation I met him through bob kelly you know
0: can i okay let's let's do let's let's read let's move this backwards yeah how about no one gives because right now you know what bob kelly's hearing what hey man i discovered all these motherfuckers yeah he did yep he bob kelly uh he's he's the godfather man he 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 you know what dude was such a launching pad yeah For so much great talent yeah and 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 it and and now all that talent. Like I met Soder there. I met Tim Dillon there. I met I met everyone doing that. I remember guest hosting. It was like a a murderer's lineup, and I didn't know anyone. No, Yeah, I guest hosted for for Bob, and I I was crying, laughing, going, Yeah, who the fuck are these people?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're they're. I mean, the impersonations and everything that they've done. I feel like you know those guys. Like yeah, those all the guys that I came up with and all. And I feel like you know like now New York City like it was obviously very very clear as day and in, in the comedy world how Los Angeles you know for for the last whatever it is 10 years complete domination you realize like all oh, all the guys who are doing major things here are here and still here still dominating but now the New York guys are starting to come back too I feel like oh New York's Shane, no, I mean, now now they're starting to sell tickets you know Schultz and Tim and myself and oh, all those New guys New York
0: is New York you know I think I think the comedy store was a big, big, big pop. And when COVID happened, even before, I'd say a year before COVID happened, you started noticing two years, maybe three years, two years before you started noticing. um, You know what happens? I I wonder is if when a, a generation of comics go to theaters. It open up, opens up yes. clubs. Yes. And those, and then those club comics. Yeah. Fucking destroy. Yeah. New York's having a fucking moment right now. Yeah.
3: Everybody, um, all, yeah. The, and, and you know, like when you go to the comedy clubs, it's just, I mean, yeah. Like, like Norman has been out here and Sam Morrill and, and these guys. And it's just like, they're killing at the Hollywood improv and a talent. Cause, because, you know, it's like our, like, I would say like, you know, like, like, I don't know the Godfathers of of like the L.A. stuff, like you know, for these last couple of years. Like let's say, like you know, the top guy was like a like a Joe Rogan and you guys and you and Tom and now talking to the young guys. Well, and you were so selling so many tickets and doing so many podcasts. Where my our guys in New York didn't do the podcasts, weren't necessarily selling the tickets, but it's like Colin Quinn and Dave Attell are the people who speak to us. So it's like they're like comedy Jedi's. Well, those you know guys, what I mean?
0: Those guys are those guys are. I mean, I would argue. I know they're Rogan's age. But they are, they were all television royalty. Yeah. Like those, I remember hearing Attell would get 25 grand to fly out to LA and punch up a Ray Romano script. Yeah. Like that's their generation. Yeah. Of like old school money, Jeff Ross, Dave Attell, oh, yeah. Colin Quinn. <clears throat> I, I I kind of, uh, I mean, Colin Quinn's a god to me.
3: I mean, Colin, I just had breakfast with him this morning and he, you know, it's like- it's This the, morning? Yeah, the beautiful thing about Colin is he- out of nowhere one day i was at the comedy cellar you know you know whatever struggling like new comic i they give me either the really early set at 7 p.m which you know as people are walking in or you know two o'clock in the morning on a tuesday and you know just kept going there whatever i'd see colin and then one day i was doing jokes about my father about being from brooklyn and then after the set colin's like hey he goes uh he goes um uh, you know, my name's Colin. I was like, yeah, obviously.
0: Oh, he goes, "Fuck, you know how much I would have wanted this to happen in my he, life." He
3: goes, "Let's go to Arturo's, which is on um in in the in the West Village, and on uh Houston Street or Sixth Avenue, I forgot." And um, anyway, we go, and um, Colin just sits down with me and just starts like literally like ripping apart my set in with constructive criticism. And he says to me, he goes, "I want to work like let let's hang out." He goes, "You remind me of me, like you're a young." You're from the same, we know the same people. You have the same knacks that he was saying that he had. So he was like, let's work on that. And for like six weeks in a row, we would meet and have coffee and he would watch my set and just give me notes. And then we went to the Dublin Comedy Festival and we would go out. We he would watch my set. And every morning there was, I remember this, every morning we went to this place called the Metro in Dublin, five mornings in a row. He'd watch my set. He'd be there, tell me to meet him at the ca- coffee shop at 830. I would always get there at like 8.15. He was already there since 7.45 with three Diet Cokes already drank. He loves Diet Coke. He always had a muffin, a blueberry muffin or a corn muffin with butter. And he had like legitimate like executive studio executive notes on my set on how to make it on how to make it better and how to make uh, my comedy better and this that and write that. And he told me and I still do this to this day. He was like, you need to have a running list. Of all the characters in your life, because he was like, what your life is, in my personal life, he's like, you know, with what you have in your life, and he said this to me this morning, actually, you know, between your father, between your children, between the Puerto Rican girlfriend, between your transgender nanny, you have things that, you know, people try to create, he was like, Hollywood tries to create it, you have it organically, so you need to keep that running list of little, not, I'm not talking about big events. Anyone can write about a big event, like a fight or, you know, your 9-11 story. Those are big events. I want the minute minutia of what somebody's saying, how they move their arm, a word they use, some type of look they give you. I need you to write all that stuff down because that's what takes you from here to here is the minutia. That's all it's about is minute. You, you already know how to think big. He was like, you, you're a great storyteller. You know, he said to me, he's like, good. And he actually mentioned, wow, it's crazy that we're doing this part. I'm just thinking this now. He was like, "You and Bert are great storytellers." I was like, "Whoa, thanks. That's a nice comparison." And he was like, "You guys tell big stories, but he was like, you minute details is what I think is going to separate you from your from your boys.'" And I was like, "Amazing." And then it's uh, and then he's always like, "You know," I'm all, and then I'm like, "I'm like, oh, let's take a picture." And he's like, "Don't fuck it." He, he always gets me. He's like, "I don't want to do a fucking selfie with you, you little fucking fucker." He goes, "I don't want to do a selfie. I'm giving you notes." And they just start. And then it's like funny. It's like and like I came in. You know, and we've been friends for years. I come in, I was wearing this outfit. He goes, You coming in in fucking workout clothes to sit with me, Colin Quinn? He goes, Go upstairs and put a suit on. And I was like, (laughs) and I was like, I was like, oh, and and you know, he's one of those guys where, you know, you just like you get him in little moments, or like he'll text me. Perfect example, two years ago, April 2020. I genuinely didn't know, like I couldn't believe that this was happening. April 2020, you know, pandemic just began, whatever. Sitting at home, I get a call from a random new york city number and i'm like i don't know who that is i had no idea who was but i picked it up and i go hello and he goes hey is this chris and i said yeah he goes yeah it's jerry and i was like jerry and he goes yeah it's it's jerry seinfeld and i was like um and i thought it was pete davidson doing like a jerry seinfeld impersonation i was like all right pete i was like what's going on buddy and because he always changes his number pete so i was like oh this must be a new pete number he goes no it's uh it's jerry seinfeld colin quinn gave me your number and i was like Oh shit, this is really Jerry Seinfeld. So I put it on speaker and he goes, um, you know, cause Jasmine was there, my girl and my mom was there, and I was like, Oh my god, I was like fucking shh, it's Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> and <laughs> so like me. Yeah, I was like, fuck it, Jerry. And um oh, and, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. And I my my you know, my my daughter was like young now she was like three, so like you know, they don't listen. I was like, shut your fucking mouth. I was like, give her a binky. <laughs> she was, she her was like, she, she hasn't had a pacifier a year. I'm you like, put like, your bigger yeah, in her yeah, mouth suck yeah, like on yeah, that yeah. Like just like just that, and, and then and then so Jerry goes, yeah, Colin gave me uh, Colin gave me your number because you showed me some of your comedy and he was just uh, singing your praises and um, telling me that you're a guy I should really know. And Colin and I was like, really? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, he goes, you know, my my kids know who you are. They saw some 9-11 clip that you did. And I said, yeah. And he goes, you know, he goes at first when I saw a 9-11 clip. He goes, I'll be honest, you know, being in New York, I don't think he knew that I was from New York. He, you know, I told him in the conversation, but he was like, I thought this is a guy trying to make 9-11 funny, which it's not for me. I don't like that to exploit tragedies. And he goes, but I watched it. And he goes, I got to be honest. He goes, that's the only thing I've seen in my, you know, about anything about 9-11 that I'm like, oh, this genuinely came from just like a fun place and actually maybe would help people heal through it, which I got a lot of messages about that, which I was, that's what I'm really proud of the most with. With that bit is like so many people is like who lost a loved one in in from that or was like, yo, this just helped me laugh about it. It's like I know so-and-so died would laugh at this bit, and and yeah. that's like sweet. But but Jerry said all like these like really, really like kind things to me and told me about all the things that he sees in me and all these nice things, but it all came from Colin telling Jerry to do that. And he said to me at the end, Jerry, he was like, um, he was like, Listen, take my number. He goes, you know. Colin vouched for you uh, out of nowhere. He goes, so I respect him. He goes, text me. You know, uh, there's probably no stage time for a while. He goes, text me jokes. I want you to write jo- You know, write your jokes or whatever and text them to me um, and-, and we'll like workshop stuff. And I was like, oh, my God. So I was like, holy shit, craziest thing. Jesus. Told Colin. I-, I-, I called Colin. I was like, dude, Jerry Seinfeld called me. This whole- I, t- I like just started talking the story. He goes, yeah, I know, stupid. I told him to call you because you don't have to. I know. I was like, okay. He goes, relax. It's fucking Jerry Seinfeld. It's not that big of a deal. I was like, okay. So, but yeah, 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 yeah. it was so funny too. I'll get to the end, but it was so, I went no, to, I, take your time. I, I went to Colin's, Colin Quinn's wedding, which was, and, and Colin, and, uh, and he goes, uh, like he, he's like on the God mic at his own wedding, like as people are walking in. And he goes, oh, you know, welcome, welcome to my wedding. You know, it's going to get started soon. And he goes, just want to make sure you guys, you know, know if you're, you know, you're looking around, Jerry Seinfeld is here. So he just, Jerry, no, Jerry Seinfeld's at my wedding. Uh, and then, and then Robert Kelly's father died the same week. Colin Quinn's mother died, yeah. and Colin was at the comedy cellar table like a week later. And Bobby's like still actively like upset that his father passed away suddenly. And then Colin's like, um, Colin's like, yeah, he goes, uh, you know, Jerry Seinfeld had a choice whose wake to choose, and he chose me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then Robert's like, you fucking fuck you, dude. You know. And then, and then, so Jerry says at the end of this call with me saying all these like nice things i was like this is fucking insane he goes um he goes uh um text me any 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 time run bits i want you to do it and then i waited a day i mean i had 10 bits i was like i wanted to say i waited a day texted him a bit in april of 2020 that bit has been left on red for the last two and a half years (laughs) Was your I immediately blew my chance with Seinfeld in 24 hours. (laughs) What was the bit? What was the bit? I I forgot. What was the bit? Go to your phone. No, no, no. Because the phone, because I got a new phone and I can't find those texts, but it was some, wait, actually, maybe let me see. Jerry Seinfeld. No, I've tried this already and it's (laughs) such an old phone. It never pops up. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, shit. No, see, it doesn't pop up. I don't have, I don't have, let's see if I have. I have, it was something, it was like some type of COVID, uh, some type of covid bit um but i forgot yeah let's see let's see if colin quinn answers my facetime let's see well he might be on a plane he's flying to san francisco oh i have a new phone he's not gonna
0: yeah the uh (sighs) that's a great you know i i would never i like i would never i'm not in that community of like jokes like texting jokes or clearing jokes yeah like i'm like i'm in i'll call stanhope stanhope's my oh. my go-to he's
3: another goat
0: yeah he's yeah. him and i you find your group you know you find your guys like colin quinn is a uh there's a there's there's my pedestal right yeah it's super simple it's all new york guys yeah uh it's colin dave you know dave Dave Chappelle, oddly enough, because he, I mean, he's—I think he's my age. I put Dave Chappelle on that on that pedestal, yeah. And and then you know, and and it's crazy because I—I I, he just has told so many jokes that I just wish I had written. Oh, like, yeah, like you know, like he had, his his structure is flawless.
3: I'm not talking about like the. i I'm, Did you I'm, ever have time in New York? Like like yeah, com, no. like you lived in New York? Like would go through the clubs? Yeah, like you were yeah. a, no 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 living I was, and working comic in New York or never technically yeah I,
0: I worked the door at a club okay which club b- Boston Comedy comedy oh nice i was so this is going to sound whatever it's gonna sound like i don't give a fuck anymore do you know the whole barking system sure of course that's how i started that's me yeah that was i created that really but i didn't create it hold on let me restart that that was a fucking arrogant statement so before that it was just guys that would bark and get money there wasn't really it wasn't really like a, you weren't
3: getting stage time no one's getting stage time
0: there was one right. guy his name is andrew and he, he was doing it to get stage time, but like Neil Brennan had done it. Yeah, um, there were some people that were doing it, but Neil wasn't a comic; he was just doing it to do it. And then I came in and was like, "I want to do it and get stage time." This guy right. Louis Schaefer, who right. was technically doing the same thing, he was doing he was barking at stage time. There's a poster or something around here. Yeah, but, I, um, I met
3: Louis Schaefer once.
0: It's in the man cave. It's a, it's there's the flyer that we'd hand out. Right, the flyer was me, DC Benny, Maceo. Jay Moore, Jim Norton, uh, Jim Brewer, Jim Dave Chappelle.
3: Another legend.
0: Yeah. Like, and uh yeah. and then Louis Shaper was in the center. That was the fu- yeah. flyer you handed out. And um, and I said, I want to do it to get stage time. And so in lieu of money, I think maybe I got twenty five bucks a night for beer. Yeah. I I would get stage time and then I got a deal after doing it for like six months. I got a big development deal from Will Smith. Really? Iro- ironic now that he, he doesn't get comedy the way everyone Yeah. But uh <clears throat> and one and then I moved to New York to LA. for seven months and when i came back there were 12 barkers wow and and i was like whoa and everyone pulled me aside and they're like hey how did you get the deal like because that's the way comedy worked back then is if when you found a path in the forest that it looked like there had been footsteps on yeah next thing you know everyone's on that path judy gets a snickers commercial or a, a monday night football commercial and then everyone's like commercials are the thing yeah jim gaffigan commercials are the thing like so not to say I created the barking thing, but like the, the craze of barking was not there when I started. As a matter of fact, Ben Bailey, Jordan Rubin, Bobby Cal, everyone, Pete Correa, everyone told me not to bark. Yeah. They were like, this is not how you succeed in can comedy. Trust me that you need to stop what you're doing, wait your turn, you get do open mics, yeah. SD will see you, we'll put you over. Yeah. Like just stop, do not bark. It'll ruin your career. Right. <clears throat> so I did that for uh Patrice. She told me Patrice explicitly told me not to bark. Yeah. i was like, this is is not how you go about this. Yeah. Moved to New York or LA for seven months, came back. There's 10 people barking. The fucking Boston's flooded with comics boss barking. Barking, yeah. And I'm and I and I'm now, and by the way, I went back and I just started getting spots. Yeah. But then I I went to I literally came back got spots went to la did a showcase went to uh uh scotland did a thing with patrice and voss and this guy louis schaefer and then moved to la
3: yeah I, i i think i think you know like that whole system of of barking See, that's another thing i did not even know that you even had a part in all that because i i came when then i start coming in 2010 that's how you, you start barking i, I barking told that to comedy club
0: i told that to pete holmes who had a movie a movie a tv show about, about barking. boston yeah and he was like i didn't know that you barked and i said oh yeah, yeah. like I, the the whole thing was like the reason barking got popular is because i got a deal i got a fucking six-figure deal yeah barking and it was barking. like yeah. everyone's like how I, I, yeah. oh dude i remember remember bill burke uh G- greg giraldo came up to me and he said uh he goes don't tell anyone how, how much money you made on your deal and i was like too late he's like who did you tell i was like patrice and he was like the worst person <laughs> i said are you serious he goes okay he's like uh bill burr said you got to go over and tell you of a deal she doesn't know you have a deal She shouldn't know what that is but she'll know what it is but you got to tell her you have a deal you should start working the seller but giraldo was very kind to me at that time and was like because he had gotten a deal Gotten a TV show and every, everyone thought my TV show was just going to go because that's the way yeah. things were at the time. And Geraldo was very like, he was, he was, uh, and we were both pretty high end alcoholics. Yeah. So, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but he was very, very, very sweet at the time. But when I came back, everyone was barking and I was like, well, fuck. And I, by the way, I wasn't cleared. I wasn't passed anywhere but the Boston. Right. So I couldn't, I was like, I get spots at the Boston, but I'm not passed at the cellar. I go to the cellar. Mark Maron vouches for me for Gnome. Gnome watches me. I pass at the cellar, and he goes, "Call you with your veils." It's funny if I tell the story. If you hear me tell the story in the story, Nome has an accent. Yeah, for the record. Yeah, and he did not have an accent. Yeah. And so, how many I- years ago <clears throat>
3: is this, roughly?
0: Uh, pull up. Uh, can you pull up? Um. Uh uh never mind the buzzcocks with mark mark maron kurt metzger and big j okerson kurt metzger was his writer big j okerson was his warm-up act what year was never mind the buzzcocks with mark maron so his 90 no with mark maron i was still in college yeah never mind the buzzcocks mark maron vh1 what's that year was 2002 wow so i got passed at the seller 2002 and i told gnome i was like you have no idea how much this means to me this is it was the first thing i first thing i ever wanted was a comic tell me that i was funny jim norton first person tell me i was funny amazing uh second thing i wanted to get passed at the seller, and i told gnome i said if you had said this to me six months ago i'd be living here i i i would i'd be the happiest guy in the world right i said i live in la i'll never call in for avails yeah and i was like so you never did a spot really at the comedy cellar i still i mean i've done like two two, three four spots in cellar wow but it's just i'm never in new york and if i'm in new york i'm I'm, I'm, I'm not i'm not like it's like when i'm in new york i'm there for press and i'm and i'm so overwhelmed with my day kind of the last thing i want to do is spots of
3: course yeah and
0: so I've, I've, I've talked about with leanne i've talked about uh spending a month in new york moving to new york for a month yeah and living there and doing spots and and doing and doing the rounds because it's so much easier yeah um but every time you know life gets out of in the way and it's like i was just talking to my agent and it's like i'm just at a place right now where it's like i, f- I feel like i'm in i feel like i'm in the white water and i'm just like like going like do you
3: want to take like a rest like a real I can't, break I what's can't. the reason why do you feel like you can't um what's like the
0: reason i think i'm a workaholic i don't think i know how to we were talking about this when we stepped outside i don't think i know how to enjoy success i don't think i know yeah. it's really hard for me I, I i get moments of moments of reprise is that the right word like this morning yeah so like my brain was like sell out the greek it's 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 a little bit nuts and bolts, but like, clean sellouts are. I I I I don't obsess about them. Yeah. But it's when you sell something out clean, right? First of all, the money's different. It's drastically different. Of course. Yeah. It's but no, but it's like for people to understand, it's it's drastically different. And also, it's 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 also what I'm known for is that I'm cool with promoting. I don't have a problem. I think you're the
3: best promoter in the
0: game. And I don't have a problem saturating my 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 Instagram with promotions because. I go, hey man, if you're if you're into me, you don't mind. And if you don't <laughs> yeah. like me, then don't follow me. I don't yeah. give a fuck.
3: Yeah, and it doesn't matter what your peers think. We're not following. We don't follow each other for that. That's yeah. for your fans. It's free. It's yeah. free. Don't don't fucking yeah. mute me. I don't give yeah, a fuck. Yeah, dude. The one when you're hiking up the mountains, classic. Thank you know, you. Thank you. and but I want I wanted to ask 4, you four thousand tickets. I, yeah, That's, I, that, I, that, that, that sold four thousand tickets. I believe it, dude. It's, that day, that day, it's that insane. Day. Yeah, that because day. they're classic. Again, my father would always tell me, "What you put into it is what you get out of it." You can tell how much you put into your promotion. So, of course, you get out of it. You know, you're not just like me sometimes, like just on my fucking toilet with my phone. It's like that's only going to get two comments because you're not putting anything into it. So it's like watch and learn. Put in the effort. Put into it. Get out of it. But I'm asking you that because, you know, I got two girls, too. I mean, it doesn't matter if they're, they're girls, yeah. but I have two children. You have two children. You know, I'm a little younger than you. And at at this point, even I feel and I'm not even in the vicinity of you guys yeah, you know, I have my my Patreon does well, my my podcast does well. It does well enough where like my family has a good life, and I'm starting to sell. You know, I sell like 1,500 seaters, 2,000 seaters. That's that's the level I'm at, somewhere between. By 1, the way, 000-
0: hang on, that's just so you're clear. That's the mountaintop. I mean, yeah. look, you can you can do Red Rocks, you can do the Greek, you can do arenas, you can do ballparks, <laughs> you can do. There, yeah. I mean, there's the gorge. The there's always going to be bigger. Yeah, you can do four. Hollywood bowls like Chappelle just did. Yeah. You can do the Staples Center yeah. like Kevin Hart just did. Yeah. You can do the fucking forum like Bird did last night. You yeah. can do all those. Yeah. 12,000 seats is 1,200 seats. Yeah. Is the mountaintop. That's the fucking mountaintop. You sell 1,200 seats in one night. You are one of the best comics in the world. In the mm-hmm. world. Yeah. That is, that is all that anyone, dude, that is the mountaintop. Oh, I appreciate you it. You can, I'm telling you. I I'm I'm, I'm I'm
3: telling you from my perspective. Yeah. It does it's like no, well so I I'm happy you say that cuz I I, I f- I'm feeling now even at this, even at you know really my career really only started to begin in a way that was like selling these tickets and doing these things and like for the last 2 years and like I had a weekend, I don't know what it was. It was just like I was in a dark place. I don't know why. It was April. It happens. April 8th and April 9th. I was April 8th in Indianapolis and April 9th in Denver. Late April 8th we did very well in Indianapolis. And then April 9th in Denver, you know, I sold out the Paramount Theater in Denver, which is, you know, 1800, whatever it is. It's a, it's a big venue. And in Denver, and it was amazing and and all that. And, it, you know, made good money, you know, for my standards and all that. Who's your agent? Uh, Mike Berkowitz. OK. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I was with UTA. They were great. But I went to Mike Berkowitz now. And and um and I um I I. When I when I got home, you know, and, and had money and all that money and and family and all that, and I realized like what the what the price of everything has been for me so far is like I've missed every single one of my daughter's swim meets, and I'm like, fuck, you know, like yeah, I I just made sick a lot of money, and I'm like, but I I watch I've been watching my daughter's life on like a phone, and it's a little like. Wow, this is crazy. This is happening. It's a little like, what am I doing? Like, she's never going to be six again, you know? And I missed like, tons of her life. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I, I make this money. But I'm like, I've watched my kid's life through a fucking FaceTime. Yeah. And I'm the only dad that has been in her swim meet tour. And it just, like, killed me. Yeah. <laughs> Damn fucking Winston Churchill got me so I just want like how do you do it because you know how do I
0: fucking do it are you fucking serious I'm drinking at 10 in the morning I can't tell you it gets better
2: oh fuck I can't
0: tell you it gets better
3: is this the clip?
2: <laughs> it doesn't get better, Chris. It doesn't get better. It doesn't
3: I really hope. Get better. I hope Sinefeld texted me. I hope he wrote back. Oh, oh
0: motherfucker!
3: So I just... Wow. I just, uh, yeah, I don't know how to reconcile that. And I don't know how to make it better going forward. Because I don't want to miss their life, but I want to.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, fuck. The, the good part is that you see it.
3: Some of us don't see it until it's yeah. too late. Yeah, like I'm starting to feel it now. Like it's like, okay, so I have my 10 month old and it's like, I can make a little bit less money and still give them the life that they want. And I'll, I'll have the time with them. But then you start to get in a mode where you're like, but uh, I'm supposed to, the opportunity is now, the iron is hot now, I can get to this next level now. But yeah. what's the cost of that? Because my life, I've been trying to refrain a little bit. I'm fine. I shit myself. No. I've um, been trying to refrain from, like, trying to not make my God money and make it balance, where I'm like, okay, you have you made money on that weekend, but now you get, you get paid with your daughter's life on this weekend. Yeah. You know, have you ever cried on the pod before? I think I, it's the first time I've cried on the pod. I don't on know. a pod, I cried with Tom last a couple of weeks ago. What happened? I'm talking about being a
0: fucking dad.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, on. it's just one of those things where I think because I because I think with the podcast is why you used to, we used to have no choice as parents. You have to go out and leave your kids to make the money. But now you know your life. I don't know for sure, but it probably wouldn't be so radically different. You could probably go away one weekend a month because of how lucrative what you have built here and built with Tom. And you got to build it like that's that's the thing. So like, so like, but you're uh, built it, though. Yeah, but you got to make sure it stands. I mean, you have a beautiful home. I, I know this isn't cheap and all that, but I, no, I, we're, it's not even that
0: expensive. I mean, it <clears throat> sounds crazy, but like, you know, we're financially fine you know but, but you know here's the deal i've i've tried to rectify this i've i've felt the way you felt yeah a, a lot I, yeah you have no idea you're uh the the um the the chord you struck with me because i felt like that a lot yeah like a, a lot uh i remember being on a plane one time and i and i talked to a dude and i said uh and i've had different versions of this i've heard guys complain yeah honey i'm flying once a week i should be spending time with you i want to go to the soccer game and i, I never i never coached softball i yeah. taught my girls how to swing their beautiful yeah. swings then i watched some coach fuck it up yeah and i wasn't there i wasn't there to yeah. fix it and and that's heartbreaking i, I i'm uh there are dads who have jobs harder than ours and spend less time with their kids and yes. don't make as much money. Yes. And don't get their dreams fulfilled. Yeah. You know, we're, we're fulfilling dreams. Yes. And, and so the, the, the fact that you're acknowledging it, that you're seeing it this early is so fucking healthy. I didn't see it.
3: I didn't see it. <clears throat> yeah. Because I realized that like, you I'm know, gonna definitely get drunk today. Do it. Yeah. I probably am too. Now By the way I'm, I'm probably just i have two shows tonight for the netflix comedy festival that's paying me very well i might just fly home immediately and not even do them Dude, i'm just like i just want to go see my kids the the <laughs>
0: let me tell you the uh the i'm uh i'm staying yeah it's it's you you make compromises you do make compromises and you hope that the things you give them like look man they're you gotta realize there's dads listening to this that empathize with us but see it from a different angle sure there are dads right now listening going hey man i'm i'm worried about how i'm going to pay for her college i want to give her the college yeah that's the thing about being a dad is you you have to set up a life so that they don't have to stress out and they get yeah. to be the best version of themselves yeah and all the things you want for her yeah. get to happen when she says to you hey, i want to i want to go to this private school yeah with um, with my friends you want to be able to give that to them yeah when when they when and and I, it's not and it, it sounds so fucking you don't have to it's not yeah. money yeah you got to be there for them but our job is taking us away and, th- and i remember sitting on a plane with the dad i was on travel channel my, dude i you want to know fucking sucking the devil's cock i i did travel channel i was two weeks on around the world two weeks gone for two weeks come home for three days go do a weekend on the road yeah. then go back out for travel channel for two weeks
3: i i, I missed a lot i missed, like the, you missed your daughter like like your daughter's um you know first steps and like no, no i saw the first
0: steps i fall like well i was luckily i was broke for their first four years so you were home with them every so I was day Home a lot a lot but i did the road yeah but i come home i was like i was a real attentive dad yeah probably until um two when i was 36 seven i got travel channel started doing birth conquer and that's when it started getting busy for me yeah so you know when for the first four years of life i was around a lot
3: because how old are your girls now i don't know
0: okay (laughs) uh 17
3: and 15 okay so 17 and 15 though you're at a point now where maybe they you know not that they don't want you around of course they
0: They don't want me around
2: no 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 they're older
3: but that's the thing is that
0: you know You know, I got lucky with Leanne. She was very, she was very much in like keeping them, keeping us all really tight. She's, I got really lucky with Leanne. Yeah, for all the fucking shortcomings that woman has. Yeah, and there are plenty. Yeah, there are. Yeah, plenty. But you, but you, without without her, though, no fucking idea. (laughs) Idea, Right.
3: I got like at times, but you're not here without her. No. Yeah. No fucking way. Yeah, I'm starting to realize that about my family now. Yeah. Even though me and my girl have issues and we're not married and all that. I actually don't have any of this even minute success compared to you guys without her. I just don't have it.
0: You, the, f- I remember sitting on a plane with the dad and I was pissing him on. I was on Travel Channel and I said, uh, I, I said something, I was complaining. And he said, Hey, man, uh, I just want you to know I was in Afghanistan for two years. And I was like, Really? Wow. And he was like, Yeah, that's my job. Yeah. And I haven't seen my kid for two years. So yeah. it's not that bad he's like you know this is what we do as dads is you know it's the little things and i came home that i came i, I didn't have a ton of money at the time but i remember i had bought them a trampoline for yeah. christmas and it yeah. was like big that was a big purchase for us sure and uh i came home that day and my girls jumping on the trampoline and they yeah. were and they were yeah. uh I, I had a great uh get it girl oh i'm gonna cry They were just playing like really free, yeah, no no free. worries no yeah, worries. Yeah, just yeah. so really free, and they were on the trampoline and they were going get it girl. Yeah, to each other. And yeah. I went out and I thought, you know, this is what you give them is this freedom to be, yeah, to be like to not have worries. I mean, there's kids with worries. There's, worries, man. There's kids with like legit fucking worries. Yeah. There's kids that are like hungry. There's like, right. and then you. And there, and there's some dads that fucking suck cock. There's some dads that really not mean like gay dads, but yeah, like
3: they, they don't care about
0: their kids at all. They don't care about their kids at all. Yeah. And then they're, they're like, there's some people going like, dude, suck it up, be a fucking man. Yeah, who gives a fuck?
2: Yeah. That's what you do.
3: And the, <clears throat> yeah, uh, we're sensitive dudes. We're sensitive dudes. And and, and and I think for me, I'm at a place because I understand there's the dad in Afghanistan. There's a the dad that has to work three jobs and maybe sees their children even less. But really, we can only do. Like what we can do, right? Like all that stuff is relative to us. You have your life, I have my life, those men have their lives. I just know for me, it's yeah. been a profound thing in me recently where I'm like, I don't want to miss. Uh, uh, there will be times where I have to because yeah. that everybody does. My my dad didn't come to every one of my basketball games, and he was the best father of all time. But he came to most of them because sometimes you just have to work, and that's what it is. But I don't want it to be every weekend anymore, and every month. It's yeah. like. I want to plan my life where, like, even if I, knowing that it's going to be less money, but I'm still going to give them the life that I can give them because I'm like, I won't get, I'll make the money. Sure. But I I won't get the time back. And the time is more valuable than the money. It is so much more valuable than the money. I read this book, the five things you must know before you die by John Izzo. And at the end of it, the people who are happiest, the people who were the happiest, even if they had money. All were like, I'm so happy to be surrounded by my family. None of my BMWs are here. My family is here. Yeah. And I remember like being like, wow, dude, that's like a big thing. And 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 uh and and I was like, you know, I don't know, that weekend for some reason, I don't know what it was. It was probably because I was on edibles in Denver. And sometimes <clears throat> that hits you. And I had an early flight and I was like, man, like looking at the videos of my daughter on the swim, and I was like, wow. And then I was like thinking about me i was thinking about me and this money that i had i'm like think oh this gives them that this gives them that and i'm like yeah but i asked when i got home that sunday i was like oh my god i was like i was like uh i was like you swim last swimming you know so much she was like oh it's great and tell me all these things about this kid and that kid and this kid and that kid and they all went out to eat whatever and everybody's family was there and then i said to her i said i said i said let me ask you a question delilah i said next week I said, I have to, uh, she, uh, she had, um, uh, a party that she had to go to that everyone's family was going to. I said, I said, I can go to work next week. And I, and I wanted to test her and see what she would genuinely say. I said, I, I go to work next week and I can get you. If I go to work, I can get you an American girl doll I can get you another American girl because She loves them yeah. American girl doll. Or if I don't go to work, there's no American girl doll, but I'll be with you at the party. What'd you <laughs> rather have? And she didn't even like, Think about or anything. She was like, "I want you. I don't need the girl doll." And that, that's at six. And I was like, "Wow, at six, she's feeling that." Yeah. Because she asked me. She was Mm-mm. like, "What?" She was like, "Do you have another house that you go to on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays?" Ah! And then her mom was like, "That." Ah! Ah! She is Puerto Rican. Yeah, her mom was like that. Oh, that's
0: a great joke. Chris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. great joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She is Puerto Rican. She's Puerto Rican. <laughs> She's
3: already doing her mom. Yeah. She goes. Do you have another house? Where are you on Fridays, Saturdays, Saturday, Sunday? And I was like, I was like, no, I work. And she was like, because I always feel like you leave the house Friday morning. and I don't see you till Sunday night. She was like, so I thought that maybe you have another house. I want to go to the house, and I was like, oh yo, God. yo, yeah, that is- yeah. So, so I think I, it just been hit me, and that's why I was happy. You know, when you asked me to come on the show, I was like, oh, I want to ask Bert about that because you know I look at yeah. you and your career and all your life, and you have two daughters. I have two daughters, and you're a little bit older than me. Your girls are a little yeah. bit older than my girls, and I'm like, how do you uh, accept it and adjust to it all? It's t- you know, it's it's, yeah. it's it is tough and. and I got to be
0: honest with you. Leanne once listened to me on on two bears, and she said, "You're very critical of yourself." But I am very critical. I think that's what keeps me upright. Is that I'm very critical. I'm i I don't look at anything as it was a home run. I look at it like, and I know people probably think I do, but like, uh, like I always find the shortcomings. Last night, I know that I, there was a part of my set that I kind of fucked around at the beginning i was moving too fast like i'm I'm very critical yeah well that's why you're a good comic that's like yeah that's the trait but as a a parent i've been very critical i've always said i'm a shit dad i've always said i'm a shit dad because i'm not going to sit here and tell you i'm a great dad because those dads all suck all the dads that are like "Mm, i kill it i kill it they suck yeah they're not tuned in yeah and i um i got lucky with leanne that's number one and number two i think my kids got it I, i think yeah. the resilience of a child is is underestimated yeah. that kid that's hungry in fucking spanish harlem right now yeah his mom's fucking drinking and and smoking crack and and the yeah. kid that kid bounces back yeah and that kid turns into a fucking ceo and that yeah. kid takes that resilience and i think our kids the subtle pushback they get of us yeah. going out on the road they learn um they learn to um they, they find that strength I mean I have
3: how's your relationship with your daughters now
0: I mean I got to be dead honest it could not be better wow. it really could not be better it's amazing and and and, and, and you'll, you're gonna go through this with your daughters so like we were perfect I mean perfect until they got their periods All right when they got their periods when George got her period it was it she shifted. No one cuddled anymore, no one sat on laps. Yeah. No one kissed yeah. goodnight. I could kiss top of the head or forehead. I couldn't kiss cheeks. Like yeah. I couldn't uh, no kissing on the lips. I was not. That was like yes. Yeah. Um oh. Isla killed that when she was 2. The kid was 2. No she much t- let me laps. know it, was, it made her uncomfortable. That too. <laughs> That's too. Yeah. You kissed George on the lips. Yeah. Oh, and so uh and it shifted and then over the pandemic when these girls we're supposed to develop into women. Uh Georgia primarily was supposed to have her first kiss and supposed to experiment with drugs and alcohol and and supposed to find her independence as a 15-year-old. Yeah. I think was when the pandemic started 2 years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. Um she was sitting with her fucking dad every night and it, I think it made her crazy and I, right. and she gave me legit pushback and we had issues. We had issues were like the only time I've ever had issues with this kid. I mean and they, and they and they spilled for the whole pandemic. But right now, it's George and I are, like, perfect. It's amazing. Well, I I was parenting wrong. I was... This is why I say, like, I don't don't really give much credit. I don't really pay pay too much time to cancer culture. But the one thing I talk about is redemption. The the thing I understand is redemption, and that is you can learn from your mistakes. And I misparented that child very heavily. Yeah. She fucked up once, and I blew up. I blew up, and then I created a paradigm within which the only way she could operate was to lie to me. Right. Because... She already knew this is where I was going to go if I right. found out the truth. So why would she ever tell me the truth? Because this is where I was going. Right. Why not lie? We're going to get here anyway. Right. Lie, get away with it. And then we had some big hiccups. And right now we are at a place. She fucked up one night. I was on the road. By the way, this is why the road's brilliant. Yeah. Fuck everything I just said. This is why being <laughs> away is awesome. Yeah. She fucked up one night. I'm sorry, Georgia May. I love you with all my heart. But I think this is a good conversation. Yeah. I love you, baby girl. I love you. We have Life 360 on our phones. We track, attract the girls. I yeah. tracked her. I, she one time was like, you're like a psycho ex-boyfriend. I was like, this is when I was bad dad. I was like, bitch, you don't even know what that's like. Yeah. I was like, and I'm worse. You can't get rid of me. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is, <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: What were you doing to the church? Yeah. You were yeah. an AA meeting? <laughs> yeah. So uh, she fucked up one night. Uh, total, whatever. Kid she goes, stuff. I heard her friends say they're spending the night somewhere. They go to a boy's house. They party. Leanne tracks them. Yeah. Leanne finds them. I'm getting off stage, right? Leanne calls me. no problems. I want you to know. uh here's where it's at. Georgia has driven to a friend's house. a uh, driven her and her girlfriends to a boy's house. They've been drinking um she called me. I called her, I called the mom. I busted her. She wants to spend the night there. She's got her car. She told me she's been drinking. She can't drive. um, what do we do? I said go out and pick her up now i'm on the road so i have distance right i'm not in the moment i'm not in the heat i said go and pick her up uh and have her call me in the morning so i you know fucking have a cocktail get my bunk get a call like eight in the morning from georgia by my her time my, not mine she's like oh fuck here we go this is bad dad time yeah i said i'm so proud of you and she said what i said i'm so fucking proud of you she goes, what are you talking about? I I drank last night. I said, no, you, but you did the right thing. I said, you're going to fuck up. I was like, that's part of being a kid. You're going to fuck up. I expect you to fuck up. Yeah. But the fact that you were honest with us. That's great. I go, you didn't drink and drive, baby. That's all I give a fuck about. Yeah. I go, you're going to drink. Yeah. And I go, and by the way, I want to drink with you one time before you go to college because I got to show you how to drink because <laughs> yeah. I think you're getting too fucked up. Yeah. I go, if you're fucking fucking up this big, like, let me yeah. drink with you one night. We're going to me and you are going to sit down. And I'm going to show you what a buzz should feel like. Yeah. What it, what it feels like to be too drunk. I'm going to get you too drunk. Right. I want you to feel that. I'm right. going to get you sick. I want you right. to fucking feel. I right. want you to feel the, the parameters of it. But I said, baby, I'm so fucking proud of you. Right. I said, I'll tell That's you what great, I'd great like. Great parenting, I, man. I'll tell you what I'd like you to do. Yeah. I'd like you to write. George is an amazing fucking writer. She's her whole life. So I'd like you to write like uh, 500 words on a, on, on, what this meant to you, like what happened, what yeah. this whole experience has meant to you, and 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 then share it with me and your mom. Yeah. And she started sobbing, crying. Wow. She's like, "You get me," and I was yeah. like, "I totally get you. You're me." Yeah. I said, "You need to journal this. You need to like process this." She wrote five hundred words. I'm fucking sobbing, crying at the end, going, "Wow." Like, this fucking kid gets it. And after that moment, I've said to her, I've said to her everything. Tonight she has prom. I'm flying out. Uh private tomorrow i shouldn't share this but i don't care we're having a very honest I'm spending a lot of money i'm spending a lot of money yeah. to fly because i can't get to kansas city to do my show tomorrow night yeah i'd have to leave today yeah proms tonight i haven't gotten to see my girls and i've seen my girls dress up in prom dresses wow. so proms tonight so i'm flying private an obscene amount of money to see her go to prom that's the price you pay yeah and 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 there are dads who can't afford that and miss the prom sure. and, and, and just and I have to work yeah i'm very lucky i'm very fortunate that uh you know if you want to piss them moan about all my promos so i can fly private to kansas city <laughs> so, so i yeah. can
3: make my daughter's prom. so
0: i can make my daughter's prom. but yeah. the one thing i can assure you is that at this prom she may party she may fuck up but we did the right thing with like that I got really good kids in that sense and that they're, on, they're honest. And, yeah. and I I, I, think, I think they get to see me live an honest life. Right. They don't, I don't have any regrets. I, I really don't have regrets. And I, I, don't, I don't know how broke of a dad you got to be, but I got to be a really broke dad. Yeah. Trust me, man. There are some fucking moments. There are moments that broke dads right now are listening. There are broke dads listening. It's hard to read a book to your kid when you don't have money when you don't have anything going on yeah when you're trying to figure out what your next move is it's hard to sit down and be present yeah. when you're not fulfilled right and there are people not fulfilled yeah that aren't present and yeah. and and that's the one thing you get is you're present even when you get on that phone you're you're present dad chris let me tell you something man i can't even express this enough the fact that you're aware of what's going on yeah is the reason that colin quinn fucking met you and said i want to be your friend i want to i want to help you i appreciate it it's the reason that when the first time i ever saw you do fucking a podcast or stand up i went who the fuck is this guy i gotta meet him i want to meet him yeah do you have something very special about you it's a reason that your special's blowing up it's the reason that you have all these good things going on don't lose that i i've tried to stay close I'm, i'm very candid about it i've tried to stay close to the the fire inside me that yeah. keeps me excited about life yeah um but man you you're, you've got it like that that's that that i i miss i it was it wasn't until too late for me that when i was on travel channel i was like what the, but you yeah, gotta understand man it's 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 yeah it's the struggle
3: well i think i appreciate you saying those things i i i think too what your daughters i would assume i would actually i'm certain what they see is also you as their father like living out his dreams and you're they have the an example of like you can be anything you want to be in their home which you know maybe they don't want to be comics or that but oh they have no they have no interest so last night was a yeah.
0: perfect example i said do you guys want to bring some friends to the greek and see me perform the greek and george goes "No." yeah i was like are you sure she's like it's a school night i was like <laughs> yeah i know fuck school yeah she's like dad i it's your job just go to work <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> oh shit you're like fuck i was like i was like bitch it's five thousand five hundred seats yeah like, hold on let's be very on a clear. thursday motherfucker yeah, yeah. and by the yeah. way you're gonna go to shows here i want you to know that i was at that's i was like listen motherfucker yeah god damn it there's gonna be alcohol there do you
3: want to come down <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah i mean but 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 you know like that's the thing is like that they got that respect for you but like they're now because of you going to Go after... They're not going to think that there is a ceiling in life because of you, which is beautiful. It's That's it's, a beautiful thing. Now, whatever yeah. they choose to do. I thought... I mean, my dad was a lawyer, so I thought
0: you'd be a lawyer, and that's it. Yeah. I was like, you'd be a lawyer. I can be a lawyer. Yeah. I was like, maybe... Dude, imagine a, you as a lawyer. God, I'd be a great... Could you, you'd be a, great, be a fucking great a lawyer. lawyer. Objection, Your Honor.
3: I, dude, I would...
0: Dude, you... Enjoyment. Oh, my God.
3: Yeah, you defending me with no shirt on, it'd be fucking hilarious, dude. Uh the yeah it, you know you you're
0: giving your daughters a life that they're 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 they're, they're never going to be able to fully appreciate right right, right. but like it's 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 cool i mean you're you're you always get to be you 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 get to be you fully like yeah that's like such a gift when your yeah. parents had you think about your daughters
3: right right who they are right
0: now I think about Isla in Georgia. They blossom into who they get to be for real. Right. Because I, there's no parameters on them, and they got right. to see me do it. So now that's the way they live. That's the way everyone should be. As opposed to, remember when you were a kid, and I'm, I'm sure we had similar upbringings. I know your dad was di- very different than my dad, but, like, you'd your, go to your, B- your dad defended my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, you'd go to be yourself, and they'd yeah. be like, whoa, don't yeah. be this guy. Yeah. Because they had seen certain guys in their neighborhood behave a certain way and yes. they do that, that that succeeded yes and then they were like hey i want to show you how you should be be this guy yeah that's they're not your kids aren't getting that your kids
3: are getting hey be yourself blossom
0: into yes. who you want to be
3: yeah yeah I, I i feel like um that's why i said about you what i think your daughters think because i hope that my daughters you know look at me where it's like you don't have to, it have to be comedy doesn't have to be anything but what i'm trying to show them is i've you know been told no, probably ninety percent more than i've been told yes, yeah. most of my life has been no i've been told no, can't do that, no from didn't get that part, no, don't get that, no, that joke doesn't work, no, 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 but you just continue to go like per- a perseverance and i i don't want them to quit, so I hope that that's what they can see for me without me even having to say that where it's like, oh, I just you know keep going, keep finding a way uh and th- and that's what I want them to at the very least learn but I want to be able to simultaneously do that by like physically being there in their life. And that's why I'm like extremely motivated to try to make the podcast that I have, the podcast that I'm doing the bigger thing and get a big, cause I'm like, I can now give them the life that I want to give them from my home or from a podcast studio, yeah. very close to my home. And then this way I can only go, I, I can do the one weekend. A how month. much,
0: how much road, how much road work are you doing these days?
3: I just, I, I, I have one more date. Left on my um my tour and I was out. I was out pretty much three weekends at minimum a month because I've I've started to do theaters, you know. Yeah. So that goal of getting to the comedy clubs. To, I always said I want to do it'd be so cool to do one show Friday in a city and one show Saturday in a city or two theater shows Friday, two, and then boom, that's cool. And I got and to live that. And it was amazing. And it, yeah. and it is amazing. Hope it continues. But you know, I'm realizing, but went on, you know, made the money, like, you know, all that stuff, made money. money. Good money. Great money. money and 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 i'm like but again that has taken me away from my kids and i don't like the way i feel i don't like who i see in the mirror because of that so i'm like i'm not quitting i, I want to keep yeah. going with comedy i just want to balance it out better you
0: should have done this episode with segura he's the best at this fuck he's the best at this yeah you know he's he really is he's always yeah. been the best i'm gonna love this I, you know i Hopefully, obviously yeah, yeah he but he's the best at this because he does he 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 balances he balances really hard. Like everything. He's well, he doesn't really, you know. He's always been good at that. Like I remember him telling off club managers when he was like his first time headlining. I mean I was like, Tom, where do you get the fucking balls to do that? Yeah. And he's he's definitely he's having said that, pull up Segura's schedule. I was gonna say you want a world tour? Yeah, you want to talk about fucking panic attack? Yeah. Because I always tour like this. Yeah. And I think Tom Took all of the pandemic off and just podcasted. Yeah. And I think when they said, Hey, we're ready to open up touring, Tom's like, Put me on the road and keep me on the road. Right. Look at this. Wowzers. Look at this. Look at this. Hold on. May 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th, 18th, 19th, 20th, 20th 20, 20, 22, 24, 26, 27, 28. Dude, oh he my is, God. I'm wrong. He has no fucking.
3: <laughs> Tom is out of his mind he is out of his but but alive. here's the thing i bet you he goes on this tour wow anchorage alaska nice wait, wait when's he doing alaska uh oh mother f- july oh good, good good um he he um does this but i bet you then he'll restore the balance he'll probably take not tour for a year or something right uh he's actually months. i
0: think he's secret time okay secret time i think this might be the last time you're gonna see Tom girl live in a very long time really yeah yeah he's just gonna i, th- well, I think i mean i i think he's lined it up where i
3: mean through wow hawaii i mean i'm I, yeah i'm sure he's um I'm sure
0: he's oh making, no no that by the way that's not all the dates there's, there's more, more than that yeah
3: there's more than that yeah and i'm sure you know he's probably made just on this tour. you know you make him enough money for a lifetime on just this one probably yeah yeah, yeah. so so i know how much money he's making
0: yeah let me tell you
3: yes <laughs> i mean i i i know whatever it is it's like i know it's good <laughs> yeah yeah. he's making you know it's it's worthy of that face ball player money
0: (laughs) it's ball player money it's ball player money but he's like he's like hey man i'm gonna do this i'm gonna set up yeah and then i'm locked down like he's you know tom's also very young he's like he looks very old he looks very very old yeah for his age he's not 57 he looks 57 yeah he does look 57 i look like the younger bear i'm oddly like two years older than him yeah but he's still very young so I think I think he's really gonna lock down. He loves Austin. I think he's gonna spend time with his boys, let them grow up. Yeah, they've got live on a fucking. They have a great house, and I think he's gonna do some movies and do projects. But dude, you do a movie, it's like
3: now you're away again for three months
0: fuck, from your man, family. Guy,
3: three months in Serbia. Yeah, no when I'm you like, do that, sir. you know what's crazy? When you were doing that in Serbia, I was like, oh my god, that's so awesome! And I was like, you know, following you have so much fun. You're on Instagram stories and all that. And I remember thinking like, you know, I think like how people's minds work is you put your you, you see someone do something and you put yourself in that situation. What would it be? And I was like and I was like what I loved about it. It's, obvious, it's clear as day how much you love your family. It's yeah. obvious. And it's like I was like, he's able to be so happy and 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 be away from his family and still be happy and 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 be present and love his life where. I was like, you know, me, I would be so depressed and
2: oh, yeah, I,
3: I and then I would ruin my opportunity. So I was like, how do I strike a balance where it's like you get to go away? And yes, sometimes that requires you not, you know, missing something in your kid's life, but it's happening and you have to do it. So be present. and Be happy because it's your life, too. Like Georgia, you have think, to put yourself first.
0: I think Georgia turned 16 when we were in Serbia. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, you know, I got to be honest with you. When I got to Serbia. I, I Leanne's a fucking savage. I don't need to say that a million times, but I had I had a handful of people tell me the right things at the right time. Mm-hmm. And number one, Leanne's like uh fuck everyone said to me, have a fucking blast. Make sure that you have a great time doing this. The very first night I was there, Kale, my executive producer, I I didn't drink. We all, first night we all went. I didn't drink and he goes, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm not going to drink. I'm going to be sober for the movie. I want to be no. i want to be here and he goes no yeah. he's like no. Nope. i we can't decide we can't predict right now if this is going to be a good movie yeah. or a horrible movie yeah we can't predict if this is going to make 170 million dollars or we lose money right what you can predict is are you going to have a good time on this yeah are you going to enjoy yourself and if you enjoy yourself that will show up on the screen yes and leanne told me i am, we are set we are locked we are good for three months. We don't need money for three months. Yeah, you don't make any money on a fucking movie, right? She was like, "The we are, we're in COVID. We're in lockdown. We're not going anywhere." She's like, "Have a fucking blast!" It's amazing. She she said uh, she was amazing. She called the studio. She said, "I need a gym in whatever house. I need them in a house, and I need a gym in that house." Yeah. And so they set up uh, a a rower, weights everything they set up everything do you need to leave okay um and so yeah 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 and so she said i want him in a great neighborhood i want him like and leanne set up everything she's like fucking have a great time and i i I would call her i would not call her i would i would fuck up i'd get and leanne was always go out to dinner with kale have a great time leanne flew over spent some time with me set up my room set up everything yeah but like i it it was
3: it was that you got to be present for the thing you make cuz you're yeah. going to regret it if you're not. Yeah, because because you, you it's it's really not about like the end product, it's about the journey getting there. Like that's all it is. It's about the journey. That's yeah. the thing. That you when you even when you get a pilot or you know like you said you got a movie, which who knows it, it's not about what happens with it. It's you did it. Yeah. The journey of that whole thing, that's the thing. That's gotta, the thing. You
0: got to you got to enjoy yourself. You 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 got to find the moments to to celebrate Chris. Like Your show on uh, your uh,
3: bar. Backyard bar on on, on True TV. Which I'm being sued for. Are you really? Yeah, because I didn't do do season two. They wanted me to do season two, and I didn't do it because I was like, I don't want to miss any more of my kids' swim meets. So I said no to a season of a TV show, and I'm being sued. Are you serious? I swear to God, i am in an active lawsuit, and my lawyer specifically said, please don't mention it out loud on any (laughs) podcast. yeah and i just i don't care because of fucking winston churchill's whiskey i literally they're like what it's a television show i was like yeah i want to just do the podcast from my house because i don't want to miss i don't want to go to florida or whatever for three months and miss my kid's life well that would that would i know i'm not
0: i, I, was like, I can understand move. i can no i can understand i can understand like, look i gotta be honest with you, you made the right move if, if i can go yeah. back if i go back and i have money and they're like hey do you want to go watch two people swim with whales <laughs> i was
3: like oh, no fuck uh, yeah, them. Yeah. one guy can't even swim yeah i was like i don't need not that i don't need the money you know money is always a, a good thing but i was like that's not the
0: money can't be that great
3: that's, i mean like i know true. television
0: money yeah i know television money so well, trust me oh trust me trust me trust me trust me trust me <laughs> yeah. i know i know for a fact what it's like to go like hey man i i can't do it. i i just yeah
3: i i was like i was like I, i'll go there uh, and again like to show like the people i was like i'll go there and have to go again away from my family for two three months and lose money when i can make more money sitting in the next room over in my house and pick my kids up from school i said that to
0: i i remember saying to someone they were like hey man we want you to do this show and i was like i remember going uh i was like i i don't mean this rude but you don't have enough money to give me yeah and they're like what do you mean and i said well, i know what you have in your budget yeah. for talent and i'm letting you know that you that that I, and i remember telling this dude uh i go can i just tell you what i get per read on yeah. a podcast this yeah. is on Birdcast, right i'm yeah. not talking about two bears i'm talking about bird cast yeah and he goes yeah and i told him and he went wait what yeah i said i do like four reads a show yeah so that's and that's in my backyard yeah so i'm just letting you know yeah and he was like i i don't know what to tell you he's like i guess you've outgrown us and i was like no 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 I I think the world has. Like I think <laughs> yeah. like I think the, the old paradigm of an there's an ad sales guy over at True TV that's listening to this right now. And 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 shout out a, Mark. Shout out to By the way, those ad sales dudes are the best. Yeah. Can I tell you fucking my ad sales guys at Travel Channel were the fucking gangsters. Yeah, good. I good. love those dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, Greg Greg Regis. Regis I think is if you type him in. This guy deserves. I love this motherfucker. Yeah. This is my this is my my fucking yep the smoothest motherfucker in
3: town it looks at like greg regis dude. greg Smooth.
0: regis ad sales at discovery head of advils you type him in i want to see him
3: there he is
0: dude just a baller ah uh, man i i hope i hope this clip gets to greg yeah he meant so much to me right. he took he he was up front he was direct he was a man yeah, big big dude he's like six four nice big dude looked like he played ball like fucking big broad shoulders but
3: yeah smooth
0: as a macchiato like yeah. just go like a caramel macchiato like yeah. smooth as fuck yeah i remember one time going uh comes up to me and he goes uh carnival you got a carnival story and i said uh yeah yeah he goes let's go sell carnival cruise and we walked up i was like he was like guys i like to introduce you to Burt Kreischer." I said hey, how you guys doing? What are you guys doing? They said Carnival Cruise. I went. Are you serious? Yeah. Said, I love my wife's from the South, so our idea of a of vacation is a cruise ship. And they're like, for real? I said, oh, of course. there's a lot of money for you know, two Zelda. episodes, two episodes. Oh, wow. cruise man, that guy, me. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would, I would, I, would, I, would, I would, I would, in a heartbeat, if we could get him yeah. in podcasting. Yeah. He'd change the game. Yeah. This guy was a fucking gangster. I remember, I remember him tapping me on the shoulder. And he goes, uh, he goes, he goes, uh, oh, this guy was so fucking great. Taps me on the shoulder, we a big fucking ad sales dinner. And he goes, uh, I'm giving a speech. He goes, uh, be you. And I was like, okay. So he goes up and he goes, Hey, I want to thank everyone for coming out. We had a great dinner. And uh, and and at least no one got shirtless. And immediately I went, <laughs> stood up. And I was like, that's not it. And he, the place goes nuts. Yeah. That guy was a fuck. He's the he best. just knew. Yeah, man. Oh, listen. Those ad sales guys are the best, dude. It's and skill. great executives. Great executives are the fucking best. Yeah. The the exe- I, I know. I don't. I don't know all the executives. Are true. I, I know some of them. They are
3: all good. Everybody's good people. Everyone's the great, great executives. executives. That's the thing. I know Corey.
0: I know Corey. Oh, he's well. the best. Yeah. Uh, oh,
3: she. she yeah, yeah. She. Yeah, she's, she's, she's the best. best. Yeah. And 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 they're all good people. Uh, really, truthfully, all good yeah. people. And uh, it was just a thing where I was like, look, I, you know, and they were like, you know, saying, oh, but you signed a contract. I was like, no, I understand, and I'm sorry. I was like. But my life has changed a little bit where it's like, I know that I signed a contract, but again, that was when they want you, I'm not going to get those three months of my life back. And, no. I, and I, there's no reason for me to do it. If, if you did it in New York where I could see my kids every night, I would gladly do it. There was no option to do it in New York. So I, I was like, then I, I just can't do it. Then you'll have to sue me and I'm sorry. And they were like, well, we'll see you. Well, which it, is it, you know what and it's fine it's fine i, I it's hope fine. that we can work together in the future in something in new york because i really enjoyed the people there but everyone great.
0: was cool as stuff everyone at true is awesome everyone at tbs is awesome oddly enough little sidebar i think greg regis may be um running their ad sales over at true i think they got taken over by discovery yes and discovery so and at, yeah so i think greg regis
3: i'll work for you in new york baby i just want to see my, i just want to i just want to pick my kids up from you, school you know who one of his ad sales guys yeah. is so uh God damn it, I'm fucking this up.
0: So we're at a bar drinking one night, and his ad sales guy comes up and he goes, You know Pete Corielli? Oh, I love I go, Pete. Yeah. And he goes, Best friend. And I went, Shut up. He goes, Every joke Pete's got his best friend in, that's me. I went, Shut the fuck up. I called wow. Pete. Pete goes, Oh, dude, long best friend since childhood. Yeah. I was like, That was the badass fucking team that yeah. I got to work Pete
3: Corielli is a good example of a guy who does so well in comedy, is hilarious, and just moved like hours outside of New York just to have a life. Just to live life. Is you, you get sucked into having to be in New York or LA here. That's like, no, you're living you it, your life in, is
0: this first. You get sucked into this going like, hey, everybody like that. The fucking. Yeah, I, I mean, I did it this morning. I went I was like in my pool having a moment of gratitude with a cup of coffee and going. I I did it. I did it. And then all of a sudden I pick my phone up like, who am I telling I did it? Like, I, I need to tell myself that. Yeah. I mean, I want my daughters to come down and be like, and then Isla called me and she goes in the refrigerator. It's a pink carton, yeah, and toast. And I was like, "What?" She goes, "I'm not going to school today. Pink carton and toast. Have it outside my room." I go, i in the pool." She goes, "I don't care." And hung up.
3: Yeah. I went, "All right, all right." That's now I'm present. Well, you know what? It's one thing I saw too, and again, it's not a be all end all, but one thing I saw was like the 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 you know the more public you make your life, is probably because the more the worse your personal life is. Like if you have a, a desire to constantly have to show the world everything I'm doing, it's because yeah. Your personal life is is not as good as you think. Now, I think that's a caveat with what we do because it's like we have to be public to sell tickets and do that. But I do think about that a lot. Where I'm like, yo, know, like, just I I like I, what I'm with my kids right now. She, my daughter just said something hilarious. I have to make her do it again and film it so I can put it on my Instagram yeah. so that I can get views. No, just enjoy the moment that your kid did something. Yeah, and be home. They, you know, what they do. You know, Eddie Murphy didn't do this in 1985. There was no option to do that, and he's fine. Everything's fine everything's got to yeah. show everybody everything as a matter of fact i'm starting to realize because you know i've, I've po- you know my uh, my special out i was posting all these clips every day i'm like i want everyone to see and then i realized like the clips aren't getting the views that i think they should it's like a little bit like less is more like you don't got to put everything you do in everybody's face all the time but i'm only learning that again like anything else in life you only i personally think you only learn when you fail like yeah. you got to fail a lot to learn stuff and i'm like as i go through life and my career i'm like I don't like the way I feel when X happened. Somebody else may like the way they felt when X happened, but I don't. So then I make little notes in my head. I'm like, okay, be better next week. That's all I can do. You know, yeah. that's all I try to do. You know, the one thing I learned about failing, it's comedy related, but it's life related. is I When I did comedy on the David Letterman show, I went out 2013. I was one of like the last comics to get on before I retired. Jesus. Yeah. And, Wait, When did I do Letterman? This is fucking. Yeah. Right.
0: Was, when I got you, you did Letterman before I did no no yeah I, I did i did uh for travel
3: channel yeah, but this was panel. 2013 when were you on the travel channel I, well, I was on and i up until dude i was on travel channel for like i did years. it in june of 2013 there's no way that you did it i did it well you did it on the couch i never went on the couch i just did stand up you were yeah, like yeah, a yeah, guest yeah, yeah, on letterman yeah, yeah I, I did stand up on it but so i kept doing the set at with letterman the bookers kept watching me and Is this eddie brill still there and, yep and yeah. the bookers kept watching me, and and I would do it at Caroline's and Gotham and all that stuff. I, they would watch me do my set, and it would go well, and I would never get booked. Go well, never get booked. This happened for weeks. And then finally, one night, I did it, and I it, the, it just flat. Set bombed. You know, People didn't speak English. I sucked. Just bombed. Five minutes yeah. of the same set that I'm doing, bombed. So I went. I called my manager at that time, and I was like, yo, dude, I just bombed in front of eddie brill and all these people the bookers and i bombed man i was like i I, you know i had done so well with this damn set so much they never booked me it's like numbers game like i bombed so it's like it's got to be over now and they're like he was like that's weird they they booked you for next wednesday like immediately he goes i literally was on the phone with them 10 minutes ago they called me and said he's booked next wednesday clear the schedule and i was like whoa so i go i do the set and then after the set when it's all over I say to one of the other bookers, Alex, I said, um, why did you book me on the when I bombed? And his exact response was like, we just needed to know that you could fail professionally. That's all I needed to know is that you could fail like a pro because we couldn't have you out there being like something ex- impl- you implode on stage, you're on national television, and then you don't do the set we approve. But the way you were able to just fail professionally oh, is wow. that's all we needed from you. And now we're confident to book you. And I was like, wow, failing professionally, that's like a thing you could take in life outside entertainment, especially in entertainment, but outside entertainment, you take it. You just, if you fail gracefully, that's like, what well, that's what it is. That's what I hope my kids learn. It's like, we're all going to fail. But how do you fail? How old are you right now? Yeah. 37. No, no. Yesterday. <laughs> oh, yes. <sighs> I was. What time dude, is
0: God, it? Dude, man, you're so much smarter than I was at 37. You're so much smarter. Dude, if you can, you can find clips of me at thirty seven, yeah. I'm just a fucking moron. Yeah, dude, I, you're you're fucking. What's we got to go. You? Oh okay. shit! No, right. no, no. This has been, this has been a great, yeah, great, great guest bear. I was nervous because we're in the. Have bird you never cast. done a
3: bear from here? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: we have. Me and Tom. Me and Tom have done it. Yeah. Me and Tom have done it, but uh, I'm nervous because my sometimes my my energy on that set is a little more frenetic because i'm
3: sitting differently yeah and here it's a little more laid Comfy back wonfy. but man this was thank you this was uh and i hope you guys like it please don't just turn it off because tom's not here just yeah. listen we cry at some point <laughs> yeah Nick, so just yeah. listen to it
0: uh thank you I'm really i am really uh I'm, i really am glad that you're my friend me too you're glad you're my you're, friend you're a, a really insightful dude you're thank you. you've got everything dialed in man i'm i'm really happy for you i i would love to trade places with you and tell and 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 say it's i'll i'll show you from here it's it's so easy man yeah but uh dude you've got this tiled in you're you know more at 37 than i ever fucking knew at 40 yeah i'm fucking 40 i was the lostest dude ever yeah Yeah. uh i'm so happy for you congrats on the special thank you man congrats on special i cannot wait to see you on rogan yeah yeah let me tell you something everyone watching right now this is a must watch. So let's, <laughs> real quick, let's do Rogan protocol. Okay. Your car comes in, f- your car comes in five. Okay. Whiskey, obviously. Yes. Whiskey, obviously. Yeah. Gonna, oh, you want a whiskey? Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Cigar, never had a cigar. Never, never had, a cigar. had a cigar. It's a good place to have your first cigar. Okay. Okay. I'm just, I'll do it. Well, yeah. I'm not Don't overthink things. Don't overthink yeah. things. Marijuana. Uh, I'll do it. Oh. Try it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to be the best fucking yeah. episode ever. Yeah. I'm gonna this be- is going to be a fucking and, and if it's bad, it's even that much better. Oh, you god. can't do bad on Rogan. If you're a comic, you can't do bad on Rogan. Okay, well, I take that back. Adam Conover was pretty bad. <laughs> Did <laughs> really? you ever see that? Adam knows everything. Adam ruins everything. It was a bad one. Oh my god! I was like, I was like, and I love that show. I love Adam. Uh, that Conover. show's hilarious. Oh, great. Adam Conover is uh, so fucking good.
3: Informational.
0: Was, but it, his but was show, bad episode. Adam ruins everything. Was is such a great fucking show. Yeah. He's got a new documentary coming out called The G Word okay. that I'm really excited for. I like Adam I Conover. love Adam Conover, and I I kind of thought. Because Rogan's always malleable to whatever yeah. the comic is. Yeah. You know, like you, you have on anyone, Jimmy Dore. I don't, I don't know if Jimmy I Dore know is Jimmy right. Dore. Yeah. yeah, but like, yeah. Was a, it was a rough one. No. That was, that
3: was a- hope, I'm, I'm going to be there in Austin. I haven't been confirmed yet. I'll, I I can't wait to just be there, ready to go. So excited and just get bumped for Elon Musk. Just immediately <laughs> no, bumped. No, do no, no,
0: no, pull a Tim Dillon and just be on with him. Yeah, I'll be on with you. So, Elon, explain Rockets to me. <laughs>
3: yeah. Just start pitching dumb ideas to yeah. Twitter. Hey, my watch is solar. Is that, like, something you do? It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Hey, congrats you, on everything. Thank hey, you, Bob. Thank you for today. Thank you. Thanks thank for having you. me, baby. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, Bob.
0: Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call two bears, one cave